Hello, and welcome to episode 162 of the Gaming Fix podcast on March 6th, 2021. I'm your host, Andre Cole, aka your partner's favorite Muppet. I'm joined today by Pat. I don't know that that one's caught me too off guard. I don't, I don't have a good answer to that. I don't think that my partner... We don't really watch the Muppets together, so... I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess, like, Oscar. Because... I'll accept it. Oscar's accept probably my it. favorite, though. I don't know. Sesame Street, like, like they're Muppets, but they're not, Oh, like, yeah, they're Muppets. They're Come not on. THE Muppets. They're... I mean, half of them are. I mean, they're Muppets. They're just not the, the Muppets. A bunch they're... of them are on the Muppet Show, though. Are they? I don't know about that. Uh, Allison. Kermit the Frog. It's not on Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> Kermit's on Sesame Street sometimes. I, I thought. I'm pretty sure that Kermit has spots on Sesame. I don't know. Uh, I guess I like Fozzie best? Question mark. Waka waka. Yeah. And Alex. I'm pretty fond of Sweetums. Sweetums. He's like the big motherfucker that was oh. like a full-sized human in okay, a costume okay. with all those little tiny ones. Okay, that's there's something to be said about that where it's like a oh, like a giant puppet. Mm-hmm. You yeah. You really freaked me out when you said Kermit's not on Sesame Street because I was like, what? And I thought he's not, he's Kermit, not regularly. Yes, he's on Sesame Street all the time. Is he? I just looked it up. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's a regular fixture on Sesame Street. I don't, I don't watch Sesame Street. So. Yeah, granted, I haven't watched Sesame Street in at least, let's say, twenty years. Yeah, I just, yeah. I was like, wait, was am I? Was my childhood a lie? Am I misremembering everything about a show I watched every day? Yes. Oh, I guess I, he was I did on not Sesame watch Sesame Street. Yeah, he was on Sesame Street all the time. I, my uh, most of my Sesame Street exposure was like a, a VHS, and then they had a count. He was like doing an elevator thing, and he kept Kermit everyone's like, "I want to go to the first floor, like the fourth floor," and he would always count up to eleven. Kermit was one of the original main Muppet characters on Sesame Street. Mostly one of the originals, the yes. But Kermit like, usually appeared as a lecturer on simple topics, a straight man to another Muppet foil, usually Grover, Harry Monster, or Cookie Monster. Harry Monster? What's that? Um, Harry Monster. Do y'all remember um, Lou Zealand? Blue and big blue and burly with a gentle side. Oh, is that Alex Zealand? Lou Zealand. He's the one who like threw fish. It's funny. Yeah. What? Oh, oh this guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I was just watching the Muppet. I watched like the I don't remember him, 2011 but I and 2014 Muppet movies uh, this uh-huh. week, and Those like there are a lot of Muppets. So I'm just I don't know who that is. Yeah, they made uh, a lot of. They them. never named them, uh, but they're just there. There was um, a, a. This is not useful information for anyone at this point, um, but there was a outstanding Jim Henson exhibit at the. Uh, Mopop here in Seattle um, in the year before COVID because that was the last time that I went to the Mopop um, that uh, they had like a bunch of his like old original puppets. The actual oh fuck, that would be so oh, cool to it see. It was awesome. so cool. Because that like hearing like the story, like the history of how like 
you know, he went from being doing this for like local, you know, TV to doing like, you know, the Muppets. It's, it's, yes. it's kind of, it's, it's so interesting. So I'd be, I'd, had, it'd be so cool to see some of those original. They had like all of the original, like they would have like the original footage on TVs. So you could see what it looked like. And then they had the, the mup, like the puppet in a case right next to the TV. So you could like see it as you were watching the, the TV. It was so cool. Oh, that's rad. Awesome. Wait. Okay. If they made a Muppet game, I was just going to say, what, was, what Muppet yeah. game would you want to play? Like Muppet cart or like uh, Muppet party? Jeez. Well, is it I, purely Muppets or can you like get some Fraggle Rock in there and some Labyrinth and stuff like this that? Is, this is, this is, this is the Jim Henson, the Jim, uh, I oh, think, okay. well, you could do the, you could do the Muppet game or you could do like the Jim Henson game. Jim, Jim Henson's Tom Clancy's The Division. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> there's like a bunch of different things I, I could see doing, but I think what I would really love is like, a management style game where you're running the Muppet show. And, <gasps> that and sounds like, so good. And you've got it. It's like a back box set. In line and, yeah. yeah. It's got some like life sim stuff in terms of keeping their moods up. Mm-hmm. And since they're all weird, they want different things. So you have to like provide different things for them. And then you're also like trying to book guests and the guests come in and they're wildly different than everybody else and need different things. <sighs> I need this game to exist. Holy shit. I want to Do you play so from the bad. perspective of Statler and Waldorf? No, you play from the perspective of Peter Jackson. Why? <laughs> you don't know about oh. Peter Jackson's early films? It's bad taste. Films? Uh, Dead Alive. Meet the Feebles? I don't think I've seen Meet the Feebles. Really? Oh, I don't it's think so horrible. It's you probably shouldn't watch it. <laughs> have you it. seen Bad Taste? Well, bad, bad. Yeah, have you seen Bad Taste? <laughs> Meet the Feebles is like a um, horrifically violent, like filled with like gross sex stuff. Uh, oh, bad he also Taste, made Brain Dead. So, uh, and it's about the Muppet Show. It's mm. it's like a oh. it's like a, a, a riff oh. on the Muppet Show. Uh, it's Bad Taste is gross. a hell of a movie. Uh, it's I mean, Meet the Feebles weird, is too. Mm-hmm. It's got some it's, wild special effects, and yeah, it has Peter Jackson fighting himself, uh, like on a cliff face, and his brain comes out. That's the kind of stuff in in Meet the Feebles. Uh, like, imagine if Miss Piggy had to pick up like a light machine gun and mow down a bunch of mobsters. It's the kind of stuff that happens in Meet the Feebles. Peter uh, Jackson's, cool. Jim Henson's, Tom Clancy's, The Division. When I say gross sex stuff too, I mean because it's weird because it's Muppets, not like in America. Yeah, not not like it's not. I mean, the movie is offensive, and you probably shouldn't watch it. But it's also not like how did Peter Jackson get away with this or anything? Trans, it's not transgressive. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Mm. It's. I would say if someone were to tell me they wanted to watch it, I would go, just so you know, there's a lot of weird shit in that movie. I wouldn't go, oh, no, 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 here's, <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't watch it because X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. All right. Uh, yeah. Muppet Show management game. Not from the yeah. perspective of, you'd play from the perspective of a new manager that's coming in, stage manager. Yeah, and you're just. I want to play this game. Bombarded so by the shenanigans of the yes, Muppets. and yeah. like you didn't know how how wild it got backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And, and Ted Lasso yeah. was there. <laughs> sure. Sure. Ted Lasso I mean, managing the Muppets. Oh my god. This is like the dream should, video. I mean game. They should do that in some kind of capacity. Uh for sure. I, I, he's too <laughs> he's too wholesome. I need I need some like chaotic like I need some like uh, someone who can be antagonized by their shenanigans, like if, Jack Black in the 2011 movie, who is just like, "What are you doing to me? Why are you cutting my they, hair? You shrunk well, my head." You know, there's a very obvious answer here. It's Brendan Fraser. <laughs> yes, sure. sure. They yeah. should make a Muppet movie starring Jason Sudeikis, though. That would be <laughs> sure. he would be a really good yeah in a Muppet movie. He'd be a very good foil to Mu- the, the yes. Muppets. Uh, and frankly, I think he could play Ted Lasso, and it would be pretty good. Just saying. They could definitely make that crossover. I mean, it would be weird, because Ted Lasso ostensibly takes place in the real world. But, uh, yeah. Figure out a way to cut the, to, to make that work. And that works. The Apple. Apple. Disney. <laughs> make it happen. You, yeah. There's no, no reason not you Disney. can't. Not Disney. Not Disney. The Disney owns the Muppets. Oh, you're right. But but they, I get, I don't know. They've They'll got that never deal, be interesting like again. <laughs> Sesame Street, yeah, I mean, they made Kermit into a divorced dad uh, for the new show. <laughs> He's got, like, big divorced dad energy. And, and at the end, Sudeikis looks to his left and says, I'm Jason. Jason the Frog. <laughs> well... Now that we've segued into games somehow through the Muppets, Ted do you Lasso. want? Do you want? I mean, Come I have a things. segue off of Ted Lasso into the game I, that I brought. Of course, I want. Did, did you bring Captain Tsubasa? No, I brought FIFA Twenty One. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> of course, because it was on slot machine dollars, and hilariously, hilariously. It was not that I watched Ted Lasso and then wanted to play it. It's that I played FIFA and then was like, I should watch Ted Lasso. <laughs> oh, it was the opposite, I see. <laughs> Which is a funny order for those things to happen in, because Ted Lasso is probably some of the best media I've seen at, at all in the last... I mean, FIFA's not as good as Ted Lasso. Um, but, yeah, uh, Ted Lasso's like, should- making me go like, oh, I should... Should I should I get in, in, into the sports? Oh, I'm gonna watch but, it again this weekend. That show is is. Oh, I, I need it's, to watch it again. So good. They but, should uh, transfer. They should they should do a story mode like they did like the Spike Lee story mode or like the the story mode in like FIFA or NBA and like NFL. Uh, but they should do one for FIFA and it's just Ted Lasso. If that happened, I would buy every FIFA game for the rest of my life. If they just had an ongoing Ted Lasso storyline in FIFA, um, so I actually played FIFA pretty much every year for a long time. But then in 2019, I stopped being able to access the online features on PC for some reason. Like it just would time out every time I would try to load like Ultimate Team or um, like online matches. And I spent like weeks digging into it from a customer service perspective and eventually i got a the only thing i could get from them was oh your account's been flagged so sorry done they wouldn't say anything else which i think is because it's like eight years ago someone hacked my origin account 
and used it to buy a bunch of copies of FIFA with a credit card they stole, not my credit card, because I didn't have a card actually tied to it. And so I think because my account was used to commit credit card fraud, now on PC, they won't let me access online features in FIFA. That's a bit of a leap, because I don't have a confirmation of that, but I just know that I did all of this digging, and I was like, basically I was like, the next step is I'm just going to have to do a fresh install of Windows to try to get this to work. Not even because I think that FIFA Online is worth that for me, but because I was like, I just want to figure out why this isn't working. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, then finally a support person said, oh, it's related to your account. It's flagged. And when I asked them what it was flagged for, they wouldn't tell me. So, uh, but what are you going to do? Like, you know what it's flagged for. So you're going to like go unflag it. Like, (laughs) anyway, I am so stupid. I, because I saw that it was, it was on sale for 20 bucks for PS plus people on PS five. I was like, well, maybe it'll look really pretty on PS5 and be and and maybe my account will work on PS5. Sure enough, it does, which is cool. <laughs> um, I'm not banned, and maybe I'm no longer banned on PC. I don't know, but I'm not banned on uh, on anything on uh, FIFA 21, and it's pretty fun. I don't think it looks particularly impressive. It's weird to me that they call this a PS5 version because it looks like the PS4 Whoa. version. It has to be better than the Switch version, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I think well, the game that's, that's is last solid. year's game. That's the yeah. last two years game. No, yeah, the last I think two. Jeez. I, the the thing I mostly wanted it for, and why it was worth twenty bucks to me, is I always wanted to try that Volta mode, which is, is like that the like three Mars? on three or Mars Volta. Um, mode? <laughs> I wish. No, it's like street soccer. So yes, there's three on three, but it's actually it goes from three on three all the way up to five on five. And it's dependent on what court you play on. So um, it's kind of cool because the different locations actually have different characteristics in terms of their material. I think that matters. I think the ball like bounces more on concrete than it does on um, grass, for example. Mm-hmm. And then um, some of them have walls, so you can bounce the ball off the wall, and some of them don't, which is cool. Um, some of them have like goals that are at the ground level, so they're only like... A few feet high so you have to kick the ball on the ground to score some of them have larger goals um the dubai court is like grass on top and it of has, a skyscraper well yes for starters and it's 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 on grass and has out of i don't know if it's actually on top of the skyscraper but it's like a big like a stadium um it has grass and then there's an out of bounds for it and you actually have a goalkeeper where you can have a goalkeeper on that uh on that map and then it goes all the way down to the like um the Rio, can't remember. Hmm. No, eh, I can't remember. There's there's another one that's like all the way down to having a fence, and it's three on three, and you can bounce the wall, the ball off the walls, and you got to score on the ground and stuff. So it's it's very cool. Uh, I think if you, it's I want I don't know if I would say that that mode alone is worth sixty bucks, but for twenty bucks, I definitely am like yeah, haven't even touched really any of the other modes. Uh, it's hard. <laughs> I'll say I'm doing the like AI games. I haven't even played online and it's quite challenging, but they have some cool stuff. Like if you complete the event, you can get Winnie Harlow for your team, which is kind of cool. Uh, not a soccer player, but she seems like a cool person from what I know. I don't know that much about her. Um, and I guess they do other stuff like that where there's different kind of cool players you can 
unlock for your team and it doesn't have the like um bolt the 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 ultimate team stuff it's not like a slot machine it's very much like feels more like a separate product from the rest of the game where you can kind of like just unlock stuff for doing different events um so yeah i don't know it's neat that's fifa is the one sports game where i actually don't even anymore i like having it because i like the idea of just loading in and picking two kind of random equivalent in skill teams and playing a match um i don't even necessarily need to like do a whole create a player progression thing for the kind of main game um because i just like playing i think it's just a fun game to play um versus something like the show which i also like but it's all about it being an rpg to me have you ever tr- touched any of like the soccer or football manager games? No, I think I'd probably like them, but I think the in this in the grand world of sports management, I would like baseball more and I haven't bought any of those front office games. Did you mm. not get into one of those like F1 managers. So I was just games. gonna say, so the one that I really like is Motorsport Manager, which I have okay. played a fair bit of. Um, and I think I like the presentation in Motorsport Manager so much that it would be frustrating to play Football Manager, but um, because Motorsport Manager has like cool visuals where you can kind of see what's happening, as whereas I think Motorsport Manager is all like it's kind of like Stratomatic, where it's like. 2d players with a feed of what's going on um but i should try them someday because i would probably really enjoy them um the thing about fifa that i I actually do like the fifa's weird because it's you can play it as like a very very simple game if you want to i guess they do have 3d representations of the game now in football manager i should try that um you to me, FIFA is all about like, is now the time that I should pass, dribble, or shoot? Because I'm not very good at it. And I enjoy that kind of like figuring out the answer to that puzzle. Um, the thing I am struggling with right now is dribbling. Because in Volta, you have to like actually just beat defenders sometimes. You can't just pass it to somebody because the, the courts are so condensed. And I have no idea how to like use the right stick to do the dribble moves effectively. Um, but it's fun it's stuff to try to get better at and the ps5ness of it is silly because it doesn't do anything with the triggers that i've noticed it might but i haven't noticed it and it doesn't really look i mean i guess if you put them side by side it probably looks better but those games always run at 60 frames per second because they kind of have to and i don't know the from what i've screenshots that i've seen of like the the main game with real players that i haven't played that much of look pretty good volta the models are not very good they look like sims kind of um not that art style but like that kind of level of visual fidelity which is fine because i don't really care that much because you're kind of zoomed out and stuff but it's funny to me that this is like the ps5 version that came after the ps4 version because i don't think it looks particularly impressive um it looks like a soccer game. It's not like NBA 2K where the PS5 version of that is like, whoa. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now but imagine 
if they had a blaze ball game like where you're well, either managing like it's, you're either managing blaze ball or or playing as a player in blaze ball season like two of ted lasso he coaches blaze ball i don't think i want those things to come together i don't think that one's he's got to work he's got to help jessica telephone through some things <laughs> i don't know i'm not sold I would love a Ted Lasso style show with a different character in baseball. Like, I think I'd be okay with if um, Cecil from uh, from Welcome to Night Vale had a similar sh- role with a baseball team, and they did a show about that. That'd be funny. Sure. My my crowning memory from actually playing soccer when I was like twelve was watching a bunch of the World Cup and being like, oh, this is cool. They're doing some neat stuff that I never thought about. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be, we're going to start this round. I'm going to pass the ball back to the the goalie because they do that so the goalie can pick it up and kick it real far. And my goalie wasn't paying attention. I fucking scored on her own net. Oh, and that's everyone was really like, funny. what the fuck are you that's doing? That's very funny. It's very funny. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I played soccer for about tired right there. I played for about six years and played competitively (laughs) on a travel team for a while. And, uh, it's, uh, it's a rough, I played midfield, which is the roughest position to play because you just run the entire game. You're constantly moving. Um, (laughs) And, uh, but it's fun. I still, it, it was fun. If I was in better shape and there wasn't COVID, I would probably be, and someone offered a slot on a pickup team. I would definitely take it because I love playing soccer. Um, uh, and I like playing it digitally as as well. Um, I don't. It's the sale's over. You can't get it for twenty dollars now, <laughs> uh, and that was only for PS Plus people anyway. But um, I don't know if I would be thrilled if I paid sixty dollars for it. But is it is it sixty or is it seventy? Oh, I don't know. Actually, it might be seventy. I think it's just sixty. Because I think 2K it was the one doing. Oh yeah, because EA doesn't have an uh, NBA. No, game. EA, you just got the bonus, the newer oh, edition. Okay. As long as you okay. bought it within a certain mm-hmm. time frame and I believe that time frame is still going on. It's basically like as long as you I want to say it's as long as you buy it until before like a month before the next one comes out, um, <laughs> then you get it for free on the on the mm. upgraded console. It's interesting. But I might uh I might keep an eye out for uh NBA 2K sale because I still want a sports game that looks fucking wild and I don't want to get I'm sorry, Chris, if you're listening. I I just don't want to do the show again this year because the last two years I bought the show and then barely played it. So uh, I don't want to buy a seventy dollar game to sports game to get that. Have any of y'all? This will be my last sports question. But have any of y'all played Super Mega Baseball one, two, or three? Did a little bit of that I, at once. I bet I would pretty, love. Pretty, yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, it's I bet I would made. love those games. It's also made by a studio that's in the same office as my office. Oh, that's funny. Oh, interesting. <laughs> doxing, doxing yourself a little bit there. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I bet I would like those games. I like the show yeah, a lot. Fun. It's not a problem with that. It's more just the show comes out and then there's like five or six indie games that come out. And then I'm like, oh, I guess I'm never playing the show again. Indie games, you say? Yeah, there you go. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Indie games like a Loop Hero, maybe. Yeah, but you know, you know what else is like baseball? Loop Hero, a game where you run in a circle over yeah, and over again. There's something there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 
the PS4 version of NBA 2K21 is on sale for twenty dollars. The PS5 version, however, is seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. That is. It's ridiculous. Yep. Anyway, Loop Hero, um, is really good. Yeah. I guess just, All right. I think just you and I Thanks played it, right, Andre? Yeah. I yeah. played like five hours of it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, considering that today. it came out like, yeah. I played uh, it all today after I played, like, like noon. Let's see. What is, I, I think I played like three and a half hours. Uh, yeah, three and a half hours of it myself in like a, on a busy work day where I also had other game stuff that was scheduled for last night. I found t- three and a half hours, but in Loop Hero. Um, uh, it's, it's a, it's a really good game. It's, yeah. The first like unique kind of new interesting feeling like I, I don't feel like I'm like it's just a takeoff of something else. It feels like it's its own thing in a way that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah, it, awesome. it's a roguelite, um, but it like a roguelite slash uh, an idle game slash I don't know something else that I can't think of. Uh, yeah, str- I mean strategy maybe. Could, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. So your the setup for Loop Hero is the world was kind of absorbed into darkness or something. Uh, nothing is left really, except you, and you've got like a bit of amnesia, and basically you're recreating the world. Um, with like oh, I think I remember like this being here, and you're placing like cards onto a map that correspond to locations like a grove or a spider nest or like a town village stuff like that and then and it's all on this loop hence the term loop hero the name uh and your hero the loop hero is just walking through this loop uh you can basically stop them make them go twice as fast or just let them go that's all you can do uh And so they're going around, and you're just putting stuff on, and as they kill stuff, they get items, and you kind of build up this bar, which will take you to the boss once you, like, place enough stuff on the map. And then that's how you get some story stuff unlocked. Mm. That's kind of the basic gist of it. Yeah. Um, It's, Mm. at first, it seems very much like, like, at first it's fun because it's fun to watch the stuff go up and roll in and like watch mm-hmm. the character go around and do the stuff, do, hit the things. But you start to understand that like there are strategies and combos to where you place things and how you place them that allows you that, that will like set up dominoes sort of mm-hmm. to kind of increase your power level on a, on a, like a sustainable level to, it's- so that, you can get strong enough to fight the boss yeah. at the end. It's a bit of a deck builder. Um, yeah. So you can, like, you're definitely trying to choose the right, like, cards to have, like, come up so you can make those combos. Yep. And you're unlocking cards. You're collecting resources as you go around the map and do your loops. And then those are letting you rebuild pieces of your camp into like sort of like a, a little town yeah and that's where you're unlocking new cards and then between the loops you can um like set up your a uh, 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 new deck 
basically. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking the deck of like seven to 12 cards. That's yeah. sort of, those are the upper and the lower and upper limits. Yeah. Um, and it's just the cards start super simple and then slowly get really interesting. Um, things like there's a card called the Blood Grove. Mm-hmm. You can only place it next to groves. Um, so you have your like path and you place a grove down and every two days of game time, which there's a little counter that ticks up for days. Not it's not the amount of loops that you do, it's separate from the amount of loops. Yeah. Um, but every two days in game time, a it'll spawn like a dog enemy in the grove. Mm. That are they're not that hard. They're a little harder than the basic slimes that show up, but they're not that hard. If you place a blood grove next to it, all three of the spaces adjacent to the blood groves, so like the blood groves next to the road. So well, the, it's not even necessarily. It's like a nine. It's a three by three grid. That's true. Yeah. So depending so on where it, it is, like a, you could hit it on more. Yes. Because it's not a. The bloop is not a perfect circle. It's like right. Got yeah. zigzags and. So it could have like six adjacent spaces. Yeah. Um, it'll never have all of them. All nine. Yeah, it adjacent. could have up to seven. Is yeah. the max. But anyway, you can only place it next to a blood grove. But once you place it. Anytime something gets below 20% health in the spaces around it, I think it's 15%, maybe it's 15. Um, then the, the blood grove eats it. So it kills, it allows you to kill things faster, yeah. but eventually the blood grove will spawn this like flesh golem thing mm-hmm. that's like reconstituted parts of all the stuff that it's eaten. And it's mm-hmm. a really hard enemy that can kind of roadblock you. Um, so it's like you can either you can make your loops more efficient by placing it because you kill things faster and, and yeah. you know, use less health up basically to kill things. But also then eventually you're going to have to fight this big monster there, which maybe you have a card in your hand that lets you destroy stuff on a space. So it's perfect because yeah. you just sit on that card and then when the flesh golem spawns, you just kill it. But maybe you also have done what I do all the time, which is placed a vampire mansion next to a spot that goblins then spawn across from <laughs> after you place the vampire mansion and it's like next to a spider silk thing. And now there's like two goblins, two spiders and a vampire in that spot. And you need Mm -hmm. that oblivion card to clear that spot, but they're just going to respawn. So how are you going to deal with that? So it's interesting that even though the game doesn't give you any direct control over the character at all, aside from what equipment they're wearing and like putting stuff in their path, you get these kind of choices to make and the game doesn't, if this were like, I've been playing like 13 Sentinels 2, right? I'm not, this isn't a knock against 13 Sentinels. 13 Sentinels 2 it. is already out. What? Uh, I'm enjoying it, but 13 Sentinels has a like eight mission strategy tutorial. And the strategy part of that game is not that complicated. Mm. Um, it's pretty, if you've played like Fire Emblem or whatever, it's not like Fire Emblem, but if you've played a game with that much weight, you don't really even need a tutorial. You could figure it out. And it takes like two hours to play through that tutorial. On the flip side, something like Loop Hero, they give you the very basics. And then from then on out, you have to figure out how the systems are working by observing them and by, mm-hmm. you know, reading the card text and looking at stats and stuff. And I think that the way that they, because it's a game that kind of plays itself while you're figuring this stuff out, sometimes I'll just be staring at like what's going on and, and suddenly go like, Oh, that's how this works. And that feeling is so good. That it's is like, like the most satisfying feeling. Of yes, the because you figured it out on your own. The game didn't tell you what it's doing. You figured out that like, oh, if I put the like, I won't I don't want to spoil too many of those moments because they're fun. But like there's a card. There's certain cards that you place them outside of the like loop area. Mm-hmm. 
and they don't have a, an effect on what's happening on the path. They actually affect the character's stats. So when you yep. play like Meadows, for example, um, you never walk through those. They're often like the distance sort of, but you your character heals plus two hit points every morning for mm-hmm. each meadow that you have down. There's also mountains where your character um, gets uh, more hit points as for as however many mountains you have for max hit points. And if you put the mountains next to each other, then it stacks and you get bonus hit points. So there's a card called a treasury, which is when you place the treasury, anytime you place those types of tiles around it, you get bonus resources. So the mm-hmm. things that you use to upgrade the town in between or the camp in between expeditions. So I had a moment where I was like, wait a minute. Okay. So if I want to farm resources with this loop and I'm not or expedition and I'm not concerned about beating the boss right now, it makes sense for me to hold my meadows yep. because then I can play a bunch of them around a treasury as soon as I get a treasury card. But also by holding the meadows, you're kind of like, hamstringing the character because the Mm -hmm. character isn't healing as much so you have to kind of do this risk reward like push your luck thing where it's like how long am i willing to wait for a treasury before i start playing these meadows because without the meadows out i'm steadily losing health so it's going to mean that my loop won't last my expedition won't last as long and those kinds of choices to make are really interesting and as you start to understand the mechanics you start to come to realize that like the placement of most stuff has some kind of choice like that associated with it. They're just not clear from when you started playing that like, Oh, putting a grove here does this for me in terms of my overall board and efficiency. It's very like board game, like in that way to me where I could totally see this game. This game could work as a tabletop game very easily. Just instead of having a real time timer, every step, like every step, of the game every turn the character would move automatically but you i bet i could make this work on a tabletop like with a day of <laughs> printing out some cards and stuff uh, i was just looking up something else but yeah uh loop hero seems very cool i beat the first boss and i unlocked like the second class and the second class is neat because it like it has a different loadout um, so you're having to think about like, okay, you're comboing different like equipment together because you yeah. not every class can use every like equipment slot. Uh, so the second class has like two weapons instead of a shield. That's cool. Uh, and it's got like more evasion focused. Um, so that that's just neat. The only and thing that's concerning to me about it, and this isn't a real thing to this is shouldn't dissuade anyone from picking it up, but I look at the camp and I'm like. Uh, I wonder if this is like kind of done after like 12 hours of playing it because it's might be there's there's not a ton of buildings there's enough Mm -hmm. that like it's going to take you some time to build them all but it's also like there's like 10 or 11 buildings something like that in total in the camp that you can build and I've built three of them and I'm sure they get exponentially harder to build as time goes on but um my only worry is that I'm going to do everything in this game and then not have any more of it to play. <laughs> but, um, but, but that doesn't, shouldn't dissuade anyone because there, there are worse problems good. to have with it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. definitely like the first true surprise of the year for me where I'm like, 
oh, this this is like an exceptionally good game that would probably end up on year-end lists and stuff for me. Um, just kind of having that feeling about it. Um, and, and that's been exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very much so. It, like, just came out of nowhere. Devolver joint. Like, oh, okay. I guess we're checking this out. Uh, yeah. I suspect it'll come to other platforms, too. Cause... I, I, this is a game that I think would be very good on iPad. Uh, like, being able to pay attention is, like, very nice for it. But if you could just, like, you know, let it go on iPad and mess around with it while you're doing something else on the go or whatever, that'd be on the couch, wherever you are. Yeah. In fact, I just saw, not even looking at Twitter, it just happens to be up and a tweet popped up. From one Patrick Klepek saying, FYI, for people curious about Loop Hero and don't have a PC, I've largely been playing through an iPad using GeForce Now and it works mostly great. The mouse mm-hmm. input is a little wonky, but it's completely playable and so convenient. The game is perfect for TV watching. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I said earlier, I think before we started recording, I also last night had headphones on blasting the music because the music is incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, I was reading every single stat and like drilling way into how to play the game. So it's not like it's you can totally let it run and and play it like yeah. a TV game, but if you want to sit and play it, it's still very crunchy and still like has a lot of lot going on mechanically. So there's plenty there to figure out and puzzle at. Um, so yeah, it's good for both kind of modes. Right. Well, uh, how about we move on to? From a surprise to something we've been looking forward to for a while with Allison and Noja? Nosia? Noja? I don't 1000% know. I don't Noja. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I uh, posted about it in a Facebook group I'm in, and they're like, oh, how do you pronounce it? And I'm like, ooh, you asked me the one question about this game I can't really (laughs) do well anyways uh so this game uh was first uh showcased on one of the nintendo indie streams i immediately was like i need this game in my life and it became kind of maybe my most anticipated game that wasn't out and they just released it this week so this game has been out in japan for several years at this point. Um, I think they released it in 2019. Uh, and it's basically like a mafia or werewolf type game, but with time loops and it's all single player. So it's like people have basically been comparing it to Among Us, which is which is totally legitimate to the point where there have been, there have been times where they've said uh, that there are Noja Among Us. And I was like, well, well, well. Look at that translation in here, uh, but I mean, I guess it's 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 hard to avoid. <laughs> but yeah, so it's basically you have to uh, you're you're going through these time loops, and you have to find out who the imposter is, like in Among Us. But here, it's more of like kind of a traditional kind of like mafia or werewolf type game where there are separate the specific roles that people play, and it's less like hey, how are people playing this and doing this and witnessing things to, like, deduction and trying to figure out how people are lying. 
So, like, for example, there's the role of the engineer who can, like, at the end of each day, can scan and see if somebody is Noja or not. But you can announce that you're the engineer if even if you're not the engineer. So, naturally, a lot of times there might be some, like, two people who are like, I'm the engineer. No, wait, I'm the engineer. I'm and the so engineer. It's like, so you're like, I don't know if either of you is. Like, one of you is suspicious because, like, only one person can be the engineer. But, like, it's... Uh, I think you mean sus. Sus, yes, exactly. Uh, but, there, but it's like, there's, like, a lot of... Uh, that kind of, of of thing, and then it gets it gets it's gotten so far pretty dang good at the you having to maintain like yourself not being sus. <laughs> For example, I was like playing I was playing a loop, and uh, like uh, they were they were like I don't know about Allison. She's she's uh, she's sus, and then. There's another person that was kind of going back and forth and was kind of like a detractor of mine. And then uh, at the end of each day, the Noja um, basically kill one person. Uh, and, and that was the person who killed the killed. And they're like, you know, the one person who's going against Allison is dead. I think maybe it's Allison and I'm like oh shit it's not me but also like it had like the characters in the game also do that kind of like deduction of it as well which is which is fun um but also there's like a level of you want to influence people but like the more that you talk they're like you know Allison is talking a whole lot that's got to be a little bit suspicious and we might want to get rid of her so it's like there's just like a lot of social kind of things, which is I, I think done really well for especially being like a single player game. Uh, and I'm interested to see where it goes because I know that you through all these time loops you uh, unlock a lot more of the story. Um, there's also like uh, six stats that you can con- kind of constantly improve on between uh, the loops. So, uh, so you're kind of becoming a little bit like more and more charismatic, more and more, uh, logical. And you can kind of, uh, see if somebody's lying. Uh, although the first time I noticed somebody was lying was literally after they basically were like, oh, I wish the best for you, Allison. And it was like, she's lying. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to die. And then I didn't think I was killed. And it's like, well... Okay, so it was like there's a lot of fun kind of things like that where you're just like where you, where you figure something out and you're like, well, that's too late. <laughs> Shit. It sounds like there's almost horror elements to oh, the absolutely story, which because, is really cool because the story is basically like you're on uh, you're on this spaceship and you left this uh, uh, space station after they had like a, an attack of nausea and no. Noja is basically like aliens that look like humans, but they're not al- but they're a- aliens um, from this like race called the Nos uh, G N O S that are trying to basically eliminate all humans. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's 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 very much like yeah, there's good, people are dying, and you don't know who's here and who wants to like 
kill everybody, but also you can play as Zenosha as well. So it's like there's the, like when you jump into that, you're like, it, 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 there's a it's it's very very weird, and there is a little bit of like horror and science fiction, um, and like a lot of the character, like a lot of the dialogue, especially like when you're discussing things, is pretty pretty light because I mean it is like generating these uh uh scenarios individually right so it's not like they're writing each scenario or each loop on its own but at the same time like you start getting kind of a feel for who these characters are and they also have really good um uh character designs as well so you're just kind of like you start kind of liking these characters and then they uh at the end if if the nosha have all taken taken over like one of them will like reveal themselves in in a like i'm actually nosha and like they they look different and you're just like man i liked you i liked you does it so i think the biggest question i have about it is if it i know that it's kind of like um randomized how what the result like who's nosha and what the results are yeah so does it still feel like it has a narrative through line or does it feel more like you're playing werewolf i guess I mean, it feels like, okay, so each individual loop you are playing basically a game of werewolf, right? Yeah. So it's like you're not, so it's not necessarily that, but each time you're starting to kind of like unlock more about who these characters are. Cool. And um, I, there is like this overall arching mystery of like, okay, why am I in this time loop? What is this, like, like what is going on with this? And you start learning more information and each, uh, I think that you, if, if you get to certain points with certain conditions, like you win with certain characters or you lose with certain characters or whatever, you start like unlocking kind of more of that story stuff. Cool. So I guess I, even more than that, I'm wondering if like in the loops, if the writing feels like you're drawing a card from a deck, you know, where like it feels like disconnected and not. Bit. It's like it, it is a little bit like I mean since it is generated like yeah sure it, there's like an element of like I've I've heard the same kind of gotcha. text okay. from this character about saying so and so is suspicious or so and so is you know I think so and so is is Nosha but like it, so it definitely feels like okay I'm playing virtual werewolf but at the same time I don't really have an issue with that especially since these loops take usually like five to ten minutes maybe like they go fast i i i brought my switch with me to work yesterday and i was playing i i basically (laughs) ate my lunch super quickly and just played nosha through the rest of my lunch break and i got i got like a good um like four or five loops so it's like you're you're moving through it fast to unlock stuff um cool yeah it's yeah, so, so. definitely one i intend to check out i was actually going to play it this weekend but then loop hero came out <laughs> and yeah. i also got teardown on sale which we don't have to talk about but that game's cool too and i'm playing i played a bunch of that so yeah no this is just one that i've been anticipating for quite a while so I'm, sure. I'm very excited i was just like i saw it and i was like yes um and also i i do um i do think that they do a really good job of uh easing you into the game too because they 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 the, the tutorial loops are basically like uh they they kind of slowly introduce characters and the uh 
roles and and things but in, in a I, I think in a really good pace because um like once you get to a lot of it you're like okay there's 15 characters there's like several different roles and there's just like a lot of stuff going on whereas it's, it's here it just kind of like slowly goes okay this loop now we have the engineer this loop we now have the doctor who can tell if somebody we put into deep freeze uh which is what we do at the end of voting uh was notion or not or here we have someone who is definitely we we can like they've announced that they are definitely human but you're like is that true i don't there's like there's like they start like building and building and building so it, it's the i think the tutorial is really well done so cool uh, yeah i still intend to check it also out also the characters are good uh there's one who's a dolphin in a suit and i i, I love her i i would right. i would die for a tommy the dolphin so it is there a win condition for like winning the entire game? Like I imagine I if you win one round, that's not the end of the game. So, right? No, cause I've definitely won a round before. Like I, like a lot of the rounds you're just like you lose, but like, uh, I, I wanted a, a round, which is a kind of a sad win condition. Cause there are two of us left and we're like, we did it. Everybody's dead, but we did it. Uh, but mm. no, there's like, I think it's just like, you have to keep unlocking, stuff and unlocking the story and i've seen people talk about how many loops it took them to get to the ending so it's uh it yeah it, there, there is like overarching story and there's overarching stuff but you have to work to get it like and i and i saw people talk about how it, it was at like at least like a 20 hour game so it's like you're playing a lot of these loops uh, and a lot of these games to get to that stuff. But each each loop you can get like experience to use to level up things or it like I feel like you kind of learn some the systems a little bit better. Like like for example, if you're tussling with somebody in what in, in the debates and then they die right after, then they're immediately gonna suspect you and be like, hey, that's kind of weird. So it's like and then you start learning more and more about the characters, like how uh like some of them are a lot more logical than others. Some of them are a lot more like charming than others. So they're, you know, you're not going to be able to convince anybody that they're Nosha and stuff like that. Hmm. I, I made the worst segue. I could have just made a whole segue about loops and I didn't. <laughs> it's right there. It's right there. Anyways, I, not, I'm not particularly myself. heroic of you, Andre. Loop. Hero, hero, yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 162 uh, we of the Game Apex Podcast. No, this is a loop, baby. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm stopping my recording. I'm deleting it. Oh, no. Okay. It's Joseph Gordon Lovett on the minute. Yeah. Well, we just passed a minute, so. We've got plenty of time. So how, <laughs> about, how about that MCU? Oh, no. So, Allison, <laughs> mm -hmm. do you recommend it? I know, like, it sounds like you're pretty glowing on it. I just wanted to be very blunt. Absolutely. It? <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's like, I feel like if you, if it's not a game for everybody, I would say, but it's definitely like if you hear it and you go, oh, that sounds kind of interesting, I, I would recommend checking it out. It's $25 on Switch, which um, might be a, like, <clears throat> a little expensive, but also it's like, you know, I, I think it's reasonable, especially since it is like twenty hours uh, at least. So it's, yeah, if it's a twenty-hour game, I don't think there's anything. Also, like wrong with the that. art is beautiful, and the music is so far really good. So it's, it's, I think it's a really 
unique kind of fun experience that I would recommend putting putting your time and money into. Cool. All right, nice. How about you, Alex? Would you put your time and or money into either of the games you brought this week? Well, I did. (laughs) Would you do it again? Well, I I, I at least put time into both. I didn't put time into both. One's a PS Plus game, right? Uh, For PS5, yes, but I I don't have a PS5. So I I played it on PC. So let's just talk about that one. And that is, yeah, if y'all have not heard of it or seen, you should play it um, for free, I think. And that is maquette, and we've it's like that bread thing, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, long bread. A maguette. Um, yeah, that's wide. You're thinking of a baguette. A maguette is really wide. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this is like a baguette, and this is a maguette. This <laughs> plays really well over audio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we talked about Maquette probably. I don't. When did they show that? Last year at some point. I've, uh, I've Allison, never heard of this game. Allison, you and oh. I were pretty hot on it when we. Yeah, saw it. yeah, yeah. Out, I I don't remember they, when. Yeah, and then they put out that voice actor trailer that had uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Seth Gable in it, and we were like, oh yeah, because it was showing more of the mechanics there. Uh, and the mechanics are basically they call it a recursive puzzle game. Uh, and it's kind of similar to like Super Liminal, if anybody's played that. Erica talked about it when she was here last, but uh, which is you're like manipulating the size of objects that are in the world uh, to solve puzzles. Uh, but it also kind of has the open world walkiness of The Witness, but it's not entirely open world. Like you're still confined to stages, but they're pretty big. Uh, but it also has a narrative uh, very similar to something like Florence. So, like, it's put out by Annapurna, so that's not particularly surprising. They like to do those kind of indie game, indie darling, emotional story, like touching on human element kind of stuff. Um, and it, f- the story of it is actually really good, and the voice acting is really good, and like the visuals are stunningly beautiful. Like, there's parts. It looks of it really just, like, neat. Yeah, there's parts of it that are just ultra gorgeous. Um, like even in the intro, but near the end, there's some stuff that's really, really fantastic. Uh, music is really good. It does like this weird, like uh, you can't tell if it's like diegetic in the world or if it's supposed to be something that's out in the world. Cause like you're kind of playing through the main character's memories in a way, uh, starting with the start of a relationship. And it's not a spoiler to say it goes to the end of the relationship. Like it's pretty clear sure. from the very beginning that that's, that's what the story is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like they, the set dressing around all of it is really good. So it is a really good game, but it's a really good game encapsulated within kind of a terrible game <laughs> because the controls are fucking atrocious. Like really, Aww. really, really fucking bad. <laughs> like I love everything about it, but playing it is actively terrible. Um, like I have pretty high tolerance for that where I can overlook. We, Part, like, like I, I, lo- I love the Alex mission. and I have like we, we've pushed through games that are have bad gameplay for the story. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I, I love the, I love Paper Mario the Origami game. <laughs> <laughs> I do, <laughs> but like yeah, like I love the missing and like yeah, that had me too. Game, that had that had bad gameplay, but it was like 
mediocre gameplay at best and then sometimes it wouldn't control right and you'd be like ugh but this one the only time that it got in the way of enjoying the game was the final thing that's the only time sure, that the, like the, the gameplay being fight. bad yes yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. like this this one it's like the first hour i actually it was fine the first hour felt pretty polished but after that i don't know if like the polish went away uh, but it's like you're trying to control stuff and like you're trying to rotate something and then it's just resetting itself all the time and then like you rotate it and then it moves like your character back 20 steps and like resets the puzzle and I'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and then there was another time where I completely soft locked myself like I thought I found a solution to this puzzle I I acted upon it and then uh it got me into this area where you need a key to get into and it's like okay it played its cutscene it played all this stuff and then uh, it's like, okay, yeah, finish your stuff in here, then go back out the door. And it's like, but I didn't come in the door. I went this other way that you trained me that I could go through. Like y- you can, you can change sizes of things. And like by doing so, I was able to get through it. It's like, oh yeah, this is very obviously a way I can get in because you've trained me went in and then yeah, I couldn't get out the door. So like I was trapped in this location and I was like, well, what the fuck? What do I do? <laughs> so I had to reset and like, because my autosave had saved me in like right before that cutscene. And it's like, well, I just lost like half an hour of progress. So cool. <laughs> and then right near the end of the game, like 20 minutes from the end, uh, it popped up a tooltip being like, oh, hey, if you ever get lost, just hold down this button and you can reset to the center of the stage. And it's like, that would have been great information to know in the intro. When you were doing like the rest of the control tutorials, <laughs> like like it is it possible that you just like they did it and you just missed it? No, I made a point to also go and watch some streams and videos of other people who've been playing it, and okay. happened to at least two other people that I saw, and they were all they also had to reset, and I was like, okay. that's just okay. that's poorly done UI, like that's poorly done uh, transfer, like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like the transfer of information to the player and like yeah. what you're reading from the environment was bad. So maybe like, yeah, that had, maybe there's like a bug in that tooltip or something. Maybe, but like well, they've said on on their Twitter and stuff like that that like they're receiving the glitch reports. They're looking into fixing them. So it's possible that they, those issues will be gone. I also saw on Twitter that basically the Arabic text in that game is completely illegible, and it it's like they put it in Google Translate or something, and then. Like, like I'm sure they did do a real translation, but none of the text is connected, so you can't it, read it. I mean, it's, it's a lot of yeah, a lot of that from what I've been seeing recently, like seeing like people like Rami talk about it, is like the tools that people use for game, uh, like for making games, can't like parse Arabic text because it has like particular characters sure. in it and the the software doesn't know how to parse it. Uh, and you know, that's on them for not like going in like, Hey, did this work right? But, uh, yeah. So there's like a yeah, it's, pipeline issue there that like, it's an issue that plagues a lot of games. Like Hitman three had a similar thing, mm-hmm. but they went, they like set up, like made a point. Hey, we fixed it. <laughs> yeah. Which I, the Annapurna, I think responded to one of Rami's tweets about it and said like, Oh yeah, we're, we're looking into this, but I think it's like, it is unfortunate that it's like, yeah, Clearly, someone is just not paying attention to that. I mean, if if it were me and that it was and that came out, I would say, "Oh no, we need to fix this before the game comes out because 
this you can't read this and yeah i mean in the case of hitman it's like and this is a level set in dubai mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's not even just an issue of it's bad enough to just be like "Eh, arabic players whatever but um (laughs) it's also like part of the level design Mm -hmm. for everyone who plays that game so but 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 in the case of maquette it sounds i say it less to say screw them they don't care about people that's not my point it's more that it sounds like there are a lot of issues for them to kind of wrap up i'm probably going to wait to play it until some of that stuff has been a little more polished out yeah i imagine if you wait a couple weeks for a couple patches assuming they do that then that will be the time to play it because it is like i said it's a good game that's just wrapped in a bad game because the bad game parts of it are pretty overwhelming to the point where it's like i don't know if i would recommend it for the asking price uh like because i paid for it uh, but if you're doing it free on PS Plus, then it's probably yep. still worth it. Um, but it's the story it tells is really good. Uh, I I really enjoyed like everything except the act of playing it, which was actively terrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a struggle because it is so good and the puzzles are so strong. But then again, some of the puzzles are it communicates what it wants you to do very poorly. So like. Uh, it's. I, I've been thinking about if I were to review it, what score would I give it? And it floats between a two and a three out of five, because, like, some parts of it are really excellent, but some parts of it are really, really, really bad. It so. sounds like it's super short too. Uh, you could you can probably beat it in three hours if you're um, relatively slow, like not not slow if you're like going at it at like a walking pace and you're thinking about things and uh kind of taking in the environment uh but like they <laughs> there's a set of achievements which is basically for speed running it which i found weird but i guess sure uh so y- if you know the solution it's it's a puzzle game if you know the solutions you can get through it really fast but like mm-hmm. it's intended to be thought about so yeah maquette it's it's a mixed bag, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Uh, there's a next game. I don't know if we should actually talk about. I don't know if I can talk about it, but YOLO. Uh, people are put, people are getting like yeah, footage pulled I, off social media. Yeah, I think it probably is a like is a the, no yeah, go. We can, to, I we think can, we can I say think you're playing footage, it, but I think footage of it is not allowed. Uh, I did not sign any kind of NDA. Mm-hmm. So, but you uh, did probably. Did you agree to terms and conditions? Yes, uh, and you I love sorts. I did. Okay. Oh I wow! Through it, but I didn't see any um, any NDA kind of stuff mm-hmm. about it. And t- for clarity, this is Pokemon Unite, which is kind of the Just mobile MOBA Pokemon game. In case, in case to anyone from Pokemon Company is listening, Alex is choosing to talk about this on an open forum. Don't sue the rest of us. <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly talking about Alex a game allegedly played this game allegedly, maybe. Maybe. This alleged I, maybe game. I maybe I watched someone over their shoulder as they were playing it. That would be extra yeah. bad because then you handed someone your device to let them play. And you're gonna talk about how <laughs> and you were you were within the shoulder distance of somebody. I'm also okay, I don't think COVID it's a regional playing. beta thing. I don't think that it's I think you're fine to talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's closed fine. and people are getting like footage taken down. But yeah, but yeah, no, Frank I'm was like, playing mm-hmm. it, and I was watching Frank. Frank being my cat, of course. Um, so 
yeah, it's a MOBA. Uh, it's but it's kind of a weird MOBA in terms of its structure, mm-hmm. where like I played a lot of Dota. Uh, I have like five thousand hours logged in Dota, so I'm I, I know MOBAs if kind of at least. Um, and this one, it's not traditional in that like you have multiple lanes and you're pushing towards some kind of goal, like that's in there. But you have basically two lanes where you're collecting score, like you as an individual player are collecting score. Like that's kind of ambiguous, but I'll get back to it. And then you're kind of going to these goal posts at the other team's side and then like depositing your score. And then whichever team has more score at the end wins. That's literally all it is. So like you can take a bunch of team fights and win all of them, but if you never deposit a single score and the other team deposits one, then like they win. So it's it, like, it's all catch about the that. golden like, snitch. Yeah, totally. It's all about the golden snitch. The golden uh or I'm trying to think of a Pokemon. The golden Celebi, whatever. It's a small one that sure. you can probably catch in your hand. Um sure. but so there's multiple ways to do it. There are kind of neutral Pokemon that are just hanging around. Like I don't remember the names of them. I think they're relatively new ones, so I don't know them that well. There's like a lobster, so whatever the lobster is. Crawdad, sure. And like you can, like in the early game, you can kind of murder those and get some easy points, and that helps you level up because you have abilities. You're playing as an individual Pokemon. Like I've been maining Alolan Ninetales because uh, it's got like all these ice abilities. Good choice. Yeah, like it's awesome. Well, also Alolan Ninetales also just kicks ass. But Uh, true, um, absolutely. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, like so yeah, you you get abilities because it's a MOBA. Uh you have an auto attack, and then you have three abilities from the characters I've seen. Uh one of which can be an ultimate, and then as you level up, you are just leveling those up and you get okay. There's three abilities, but with the two lower ones and then one ultimate, basically. And with the two lower ones, you can kind of choose a path for which ability you want. So you'll have one slot but two abilities that you can choose from and then the second slot with a second set of two abilities. So if you feel like it'll help your team comp to do one versus the other, like you can change it up game to game. So that's pretty good. Uh, and I think for a mobile game, it plays pretty well, honestly. Uh, like the movement feels good. Like the I've never had network issues actually. Like I've never seen people like bouncing around with lag or whatever. Um, it's been pretty smooth. I've had a couple people kind of AFKing or disappearing, just leaving the game. But whatever, like that's been in just kind of pub play. There, there is also a ranked mode. I don't know how that works. I haven't tried it yet. I just unlocked it last night. It's like the normal mode, but people call you slurs when you try to play it because <laughs> they get they get more angry about it. Yeah, I maybe I. As far as I can tell, there's no voice chat. Oh, that's um, good. But I, like, it looks they like you. They they find your phone number and they call you and call you slurs. <laughs> yeah, that they go through the Switch Online app. Thing. This isn't Valorant. Yeah. Come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but it looks like there is the ability for them to do that. Like, there is a little microphone and headphone icon in the bottom left corner. But like, I don't know how it works. They uh, there is a lot of broken UI. It. Yeah, there's a lot of broken UI elements in this. It is a beta, like it's a straight up beta where like it'll pop up a tooltip and the tooltip will just be empty. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know what this does. Um and yeah, I think overall it's really good. It's 
10 minutes. Like it's never going to be more than 10 minutes. It's a straight up 10 minute clock. Once the clock runs out, the game is over uh, because it's all about that score. Um, and there's like events that happen. Like you can, there's going to be big, like Zapdos will spawn. And if your team kills Zapdos, then you get this buff for like the next 30 seconds. And like every time you do a touchdown, it's instantaneous. Cause otherwise like, uh, it depends on how much score you're depositing. If you're depositing one, it's really fast. If you're depositing a 50, it's really slow. So there's more opportunity for them to like attack you and cancel you out of it. So like there's strategy, there's uh, teamwork. It's pretty good, but I have one complaint. And again, this is coming from a Dota person who like Dota is historically known as being probably the most complicated of or among the most complicated of the MOBAs where like you have lots of micro heavy characters and stuff like that. And just a lot of you know control options. This one, I wish you had a little more control options <laughs> because with your abilities, you can't target them really. Like it's there's an AOE around you, and it'll automatically target like the nearest enemy. And like you can tell it, like oh, target the lowest HP enemy or whatever, like lowest HP by number or percentage or whatever. But like I would really love to be able to just like. Uh, Alolan Ninetales has an ability where she can shoot out this ice thing and then it leaves an ice wall to block a path. It would be great if I could aim that like 10 feet back from one of the characters instead of me misjudging the uh, distance and then hitting it and then it goes and attacks a neutral. <laughs> like it targets a neutral. And I'm like, well, that's not actually where I want that to go. Okay, now I've wasted this ability. We can't fight kind of stuff. So like I wish it had a little bit more granular control and a. It does have what it calls an advanced control mode, but the tooltips are broken for it, so I don't know how it works. And as far as I can tell, I can't like tap on a, too, an area. Too advanced. It's too advanced. S- too scary. It's too much micro for me. I don't know. But it's yeah, just so. it's all cerebral like link. Oh. Oh, that's what that device was for that they sent mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's good. I think if you have an Android phone, you should get into it because uh, Canada only oh, is it Canada only oh I was gonna say yeah. also depending on your but region but there, there are on Reddit so it's there like are you're ways to there are ways to uh, get like regional uh, it, it's you just have to make a Google account for that region just, it's it's just, easy but yeah like I don't think it's yeah. worth it for <laughs> I wonder if I think you could worth. do it on like a blue stacks or something actually you probably could mm, yeah probably that probably be a pretty easy way to do it um, yeah, but I mean, it'd it's be good. it's it'd be the same as doing it on your phone. Like you just do it. Yeah, it's because it's yeah. like trivial on Android to do that. So yeah, you just need to change the account on the store. Like you can have like multiple accounts and different like regions. So it's like easy. But yeah, but but if you're an iOS yeah. user, you can use BlueStacks to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> it bugs me so much about iOS. What yeah. that you can't change your region. They, you can't have multiple accounts like multiple regions. Yeah. 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 But no, um, game is or good. even multiple I'm looking, users. I, yeah. I bet once the actual release comes out and it's on multiple platforms, it'll be even better. Uh, the free to playness of it is very generous thus far. Mm. I've never encountered anything where I've, it felt like it was pushing pay, uh, pay to do whatever stuff. And well, pre release uh, stuff, you can never really trust that. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't know. They might change that. But um, I will say that it's been. Good and like I've been, I have so much currency that there's like nothing I need to spend it on right now because it's like I have tons of it and I have everything I want for the moment. And it's it feels balanced and fun. So 
Uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, I recommend it and play it if you have the opportunity. It's it seems good. I'm definitely going to try switch it. eventually. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try it at some point. Yeah, it's going to switch and I, for it. I would assume that it'll have controller support on phones too when it comes out all the way. Um, I don't. I wonder how that would work. I think that's, that's fine, usually pretty but, good about I mean, that. The same way it works on Switch, presumably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, well, I mean, I'm just saying with controllers yeah. in general versus a touchscreen. I'm curious how that would work, but I imagine it would be fine. It might use a combination of both for the Switch, too. Yeah. Because maybe if you could does have aim, a touchscreen. Maybe, maybe if you could pick a target with the touchscreen, like I really want to do. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, I mean, it's always possible they'll add stuff like that, too, because... Oh, it is. I don't know beta um, yeah been pushing out updates like every two days that i've been playing it so and that studio supports their games fairly well until they don't <laughs> <laughs> they tend to drop them when they're no longer popular but i get i would imagine with nintendo behind them yeah they're gonna yeah be it's like pokemon just, it's you know it's, uh, that's not timmy is that the studio they're the ones who made arena of valor i think yeah. um I, I know it's put out by tencent so. Yeah, yeah, they're owned by Tencent, the studio that made it, from what yeah. I understand. Um, it is teamy. I just saw that they made Call of Duty Mobile, Arena yep. of Valor, and a bunch of other. Arena of Valor is an interesting. Lot. It's interesting because it's like, I, it seems like they don't develop it anymore. I don't know if that's true on mobile or not, but they made a big deal about it coming to Switch, and the Switch version didn't take off, and then they were like, eh, "Never mind," and they just stopped developing it, like when it was basically still in beta. And you can still download it and pay money on for characters for it, but nowhere does it tell you when you're going in that like, hey, this is abandoned. So not the most ethical studio in the world, but uh, with Pokemon, you would hope that won't happen because it's yeah. Pokemon. Yeah, I imagine the license holders would not stand for that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well... Do you feel any particular drive to discuss either of these two things that you put on this list in addition to those two games? Oh, um, I'll just touch on them really briefly. One, I watched like three quarters of the Monster Hunter movie. Well, <laughs> I why, did, the, why, why did you cut out at three quarters? No, I missed the first quarter. I did not oh. stop oh. at three quarters of the way through. No, a friend was watching it and sharing screen and in like a group setting. And I was just getting back from a run by the time they had started. And then they sent me a message being like, Hey, do you want to watch this? And I was like, Sure. Yeah. But I'll be going to go to prison. Yeah. The friend is going to go to prison. Yeah. uh, I'm not saying where this friend is from or the copyright laws in their region, you know, but uh, yeah. So I saw the last three quarters of that movie. So I don't, it sounds like I didn't miss much in the intro, according to her. But, uh, that movie US is or something transferred to some other world. There's a cat. Is the cat horny for Mila Jovovich? Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's like one two second scene and it's dumb. Um, but does he like his eyes pop out of his head and like steam pours out of his ears and he goes like auga auga? Yeah, it's basically Roger Rabbit, who framed Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit, but with Mila. Jovovich. They need to nerf the cat. Nerf. Nerf. Never mind. I was going to make a joke about it with like Nerf guns and monster. Nerf hunting, or nothing. Yeah. Um, the models in that game, or game, that movie, uh, like the the monster models in that movie, look excellent, and the animations are excellent. But holy shit, that movie's not very good. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say, I don't think I've missed anything by not watching it at all. <laughs> no, the story, the story is terrible. The characters are not particularly good. And, uh, it has moments though. Like it's, if you want a dumb action movie, it's good at that. But if you want a story that has anything to say, it, it ain't got that. <laughs> it feels like there's so many dumb action movies that exist. Yeah, yeah, but like, this one's got the Monster Hunter monsters. Yeah, and they look really good, and they do justice like by the Monster Hunter monsters. And like, she does fine, but like, the characters are—it feels very soulless for most of it. And mm-hmm. Ron Perlman shows up, and he's kind of rad, but like, okay, I don't know. It's—I'll probably watch this movie eventually. Um, it's, it's worth a watch, and it's oddly horror-y. Like it has moments of just straight up like, Oh, you, you like alien, like straight up the original alien. It's like, Oh, all right, cool. Like, so, like it has moments. It's just, mm-hmm. it's not a very good movie. And the ending is extremely dumb. Um, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. to the point, I saw all the like, resident evil movies. <laughs> yeah. You know how resident evil three ends the movie? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like, Oh, it's setting something up for the next one. That's what this is. Oh it's like, God! It's not, don't make more. No, they're all like that. Yeah, no, of they course are. they're. But like, <laughs> of three, course they're setting something is, up for the next one. Three is egregious about it. Like two wasn't that bad, but for Resident Evil, I mean, but three was pretty bad. It's like if they oh, turn, gonna, if, in the last two minutes, I'm gonna have this big thing turn it on its head. All credits, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where we're getting a Monster Hunter movie every four years. That sounds awful. Yeah, it's if you can watch it for free on some kind of or not free, but like on a streaming service, like if it comes to a Netflix or a Hulu or whatever, watch it. it. It's it's fine, but it's not good. <laughs> Give me the the Brendan Fraser Monster Hunter movie. Sure. Oh yeah. Oh, now there's a franchise. Good. That's a shit. Like the Mummy, great dumb action movie. You want a dumb action movie? You're all set. Right there. You want a movie with no. dragons in it? Rain of Fire. Go watch Rain of Fire. That movie sucks. The, it's the Mummy, The Dragon Return, or the, is it The Dragon Returns? The, I, the Dragon one, King. Tomb that one King. I did not see. <laughs> I heard that even by Mummy standards, that one is a rough one to it's, watch. <laughs> they replaced <laughs> the wife. Isn't in it? Uh, uh, she's also replaced by someone. I don't remember who. There's a weird leap that occurs when you go from covering, a, like when you go from like using ancient Egyptian mythology, which is a spiritual thing that people still practice. I know very well, but also like it feels appropriative in a different way to, to jump, to make the jump to to Chinese mythology. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, Interestingly, like, uh, the Chinese people I know love that movie. Oh, okay, cool. Maybe it does a good job. It's, I mean, totally it's, it's not just like, oh, and they're the same thing. It's like, there's a no. time, there's like a large time you jump. And you can't blame me for one, for, for assuming they don't handle the subject matter particularly. I mean, well. sure. Hey, hey, what are you trying to say about Brendan Fraser? You don't Nothing. trust Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser didn't write that movie. <laughs> but yeah, no, Chinese people I know, they actually really like it. That's uh, good to hear. They think it's a fun Maybe I will. It's, watch a, it's it. a fun thing. Uh, yeah, it's just the, 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 they replaced the wife and it was distracting. Yeah. Uh, and I'll briefly touch on the other thing where I got to the end of the campaign for Stormblood in Final Fantasy. And 
14 and i'm now at the weird shit and that stuff rips it's really fucking good it's interesting i thought you were like already through the stories of those games but stormblood is like two expansions ago <laughs> Uh no, it's one expansion ago. That is the uh, it's the, the one before the most recent one. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. yeah. It is the penultimate one. No, I had to step away to play other games, uh, yeah. and I just set this the campaign aside and did random like random side quests throughout the year. Uh, but now I'm finally ma- making my way back through the main story quest, and it's real fucking good. Uh, as people have been saying, um, I've generally yeah. heard that the games the game just continues to get better. Not even that it starts bad and gets better, but that it starts good and then continues to get better over the course of the expansions. Yeah, which is really interesting because Stormblood wraps up what seems to be like a pretty major conflict within the world. As in like, mm-hmm. uh, well, I don't think it's a spoiler. You know, the refugee stuff I talked about like a year ago, it mm-hmm. kind of wraps that stuff up in a way that's really satisfying and makes sense and is good. Um, so I'm really curious what Shadowbringers does in terms of its main story because it must go fucking buck wild if it's moving beyond that and it's also excellent. So I know the I know like the most basic basic stuff of the conceit, but I, I know parts. I'm not, not going to well. tell you uh, because they kind of allude to it at near the end of Heaven's Word, kind of. Mm. Uh, but really, mm. kind of. But yeah, it's it's good. Y'all should play Final Fantasy fourteen. It has a very generous free to play model. I, <laughs> I, I, I'd have to I'd have to start over because I I own the game and yeah. if you own it you have to you like unfortunately you can't, you can't do that trial for free. Yeah, yeah super stupid. Dumb. Like you can play it all sixty for free, but you can't. Or no, it's you can just play for a month for it's stupid. It's yeah. very dumb. I love how stupid if you, it is. Like if you want to play like any of the non like base like classes, then you yeah or base like races or whatever. It's yeah. Yeah, there um, there is premium, quote unquote premium stuff. Uh, maybe that's what I'll do over spring break. Yeah, still it's not, worth it. Still not a whole lot out in the world, so maybe that's what I'll get into pay for like a month of that and yeah maybe you can get into some fights uh maybe like so like there are some fights in that game that take place in pretty small corridors um one could identify them as a space which is relatively tight so like Mm. i don't know if that's something that you're into uh i'm more into like i don't like that framing at all i'm more into like tights in men in them fight spaces fight Fights in oh, tights fight and spaces. fight spaces. Yeah. No, the that hood I, game comes out. In, that Robin Hood in, game comes out in May. Fights <laughs> in tights in space. Oh, now oh. we're talking. I had to see that. that Japanese billionaire is like, "Hey, I'm gonna take eight people to space with me, no. and I'm gonna pay your way." <laughs> uh huh. I'm uh, sure there won't are, be are any gonna, other are conditions. You, are you gonna go and it's, fight it's, in that space? Uh, he, it's, uh, I would fight Elon Musk. Because he's yeah, gonna be on that yeah, too. The same, but like I, 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 I would, would never, fight Elon Musk in space. I do <laughs> not. Would, I would meme at you. I would never want to like. I don't think I could ever like seriously injure someone if they were actually put in front of me. But I, mean, I would definitely thing, I, just love to deck Elon Musk one time. Yeah, <laughs> just once, just one time. No, like, not. I don't even want to break a bone. I just want one good like, like wow. go for the cheek, so it's not gonna like, not a hospital visit. You know. He can hit me back. It's fine. That's 
I'll take the swing. It's worth it. Uh, shoot, shoot your shot, Pat. Yeah, thank you. Hopefully he's listening. <laughs> I'll go find him on Clubhouse. <laughs> Just oh, tweet God. about Dogecoin and he'll get back to you. That's true. I do own some Dogecoin. Oh go. god! In. Uh, well, speaking of being in, oh, I thought you were going to say speaking of Dogecoin. You have no. to fight in the Avengers video game. You have to be cat. You fight as Captain America in a tight space, which is also a spaceship, which is his ass because it's a tight no. ass. Different Captain America. Oh, all oh, right. The this international is space station's ass. What is the ass of the international space station? So it's funny you ask that. <laughs> I recently don't ask me how this line, how I got there, but I was I saw that footage of the um, the airplane engine exploding like two weeks ago. Oh yeah, not exploding when it was on fire, and somehow my Google searches went from there to what does it smell like on the International Space Station? There was a. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Clear through line where terrible. I was like, it smells like farts. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's bad. The ass is so the ass of the International Space Station is the whole thing because <laughs> apparently it smells. Uh, the thing that, that everyone kept saying is that it smells like a prison in on the International wow. Space Station. Hmm. Wow, so ISS it's more like, like stale ASS. air. Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah, okay. the air stale. There's lots of like ammonia smell from the cleaners mm-hmm. that they use. Mm-hmm. Right, but it also still is filled with dead skin particles and like mm-hmm. and like farts and. <laughs> Body odor. Nice. Hell yeah. Oh uh, well, man. They just, so fights in tight places. Uh, remember places. when? Remember when Mike Bithel was like, "Hey, I'm making a John Wick game," and everyone's like, oh. "Hell yeah!" And then it came out, and you're like, "Oh, this isn't really like John Wick. John it's Wick like turn-based Hex. strategy." Yeah, John was it Wick Hex. Hex? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, John Wick Hex. Uh, and this seems. It's still turn-based, but I didn't play John Wick Hex, but uh, everything I heard is like, oh, I could skip John Wick Hex. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah it uh, looked fine. Mike Bethel is working with another developer. Let me pull. I forgot, oh, I didn't know he was in. Yeah, he uh, is involved in this. It's um, Ground Shatter. Ground cool. Shatter, isn't it? Yeah, Ground Shatter. Um, I don't know what else yeah. they've made. I've not played any of their games. Rico, Rico Breakout, or Skyscrapers. No idea. Um, but... Skyscrapers, sorry. Um, <laughs> so fights in tight fights in tight places is spaces. a spaces spaces. What did I, did I play? Yeah, fights in tight spaces. God, that's I. You, you I can't there. say this name. It's late. Um, <laughs> it, it is a deck building game uh where you are a john wick-esque action uh secret agent person who is in fighting his way through various uh locales um with martial arts and you're you've got like a deck of cards that uh cycle through and each card has a like a, a momentum i think is the yeah is it, yeah, is it momentum? Yeah, there's momentum, and then there's your combo. Momentum is like you've got three each turn, and you can use those. You can get extra if certain cards. And it's like uh, also a little bit of what uh, the the the, F, the sequel the sequel to FTL. Uh, 
Oh, uh, Into the Breach? Into the Breach, yeah. There's a little bit of Into the Breach in here. Uh, so your, your main goal is to dispatch all these goons in these, uh, you know, in this bar or this tattoo shop, hospital, alleyway, wherever you are. Mm, a tight, a and, tight space. Yeah. Various tight spaces. And you can do things like you can give them a front kick or just like a hammer fist. You can dash around. And each of these are going to have different effects. Like a front kick might knock them back like a space. So they're like, get away from me. Or uh, like, oh, this move is going to let me hit someone who's far away from me. Stuff like that. Where the end of the breach aspect comes in is you can see what your opponents plan to do. And you can kind of see the order they're going to attack in. And you can, if you plan things right, you can then turn your opponents against each other you can be like oh i'm gonna shift behind you like so i'm standing between two people i'm gonna get behind this person then i'm gonna push them forward and then suddenly they're face to face and then it's their turn now and this guy's gonna punch his friend in the face or they're gonna shoot their friend you know whatever it is yeah well um to take a step back into the meta this it's developed by those folks but it's put out by mode seven who put out frozen synapse and it seems like it does have a lot kind of in common with frozen synapse in that way especially like seeing what the Mm -hmm. enemies are going to do and the turn-based aspect of it so yeah it's like it's all very like a sleek presentation it's looks like a lot like super hot it's like stark white areas like with some shadow and then like black red red white People. Yeah, like when I, when you uh, when I looked at saw that game on the on our dock, I looked it up and it definitely has that uh, super hot vibe to the aesthetic. Yeah, and it, it in the same way you're like planning out each move and then you do it and then things start to advance. It's it's a really neat conceit after you like finish a level, then you can play things back in like not like full, full speed, speed. Oh. but it's like it's like fa- it's still like kind of like turn based like but you can just see it play out but there it's not like super fast or speedy or anything there's still like some stiffness to it because everyone is just going back to their like idle animation while they while you plan out your next move sure uh it's got some neat stuff where um like if you push people against a wall they'll take like an extra hit of damage or you can if you knock people out of the arena you're in, uh, that just like eliminates them. So you can like push someone out a door or like over a railing, and then they're just like done, uh, which is neat. And it's incentivizing you to build up combos and like get multiple hits in uh, on people, and like uh, because you've got certain moves that the higher your combo meter is, the more damage you'll do. So you've got like combo mm-hmm. finisher, which will take all the points in your combo meter and do like one or two extra damage based on how many things you've got in your combo meter, which is cool. Mm. Or you've got like a head smash where if you're near a wall, you can smash their head into it. or like onto a table. It's, uh, it's pretty neat. It is neat. Uh, there's a free demo on, uh, on steam that you can play. It's early access. There's a like fights and tight spaces. Prologue is what it's called. You can play that and it, it's pretty extensive. There's like uh, lots of events and like extra things going on in areas or like between levels. So you'd be like, 
and they're like typical action movie type things like you get pulled into a car and there's three dudes and they have guns trained on you what do you do and then you can like take a chance like oh i'm gonna try and overpower them and then like oh nope i did not come out ahead in that fight and now i've got like a broken arm or something and that like that card will be in your hand and it'll impact your ability to do damage or like how much momentum you have going into a fight. Oh, cool. That's interesting. That so sounds wait, is cool. That, is that, is that actually randomized per encounter or is it like set in stone? It, yeah, no, it's, it's randomized. So okay. it's a, it's That's a cool. roguelite too. Uh, and you're awesome. like, you're building a deck and so you're getting new cards and you're upgrading the cards kind of like a slay the spire type thing. Sure. Is there any kind of narrative or is it like, cause frozen synapse did have a narrative. Like mm-hmm. there was stuff going on between levels that was a through line. Does this have it's, any of that? So it's, well, it's early access. The prologue does have yeah. like a, Hey, go like you're a secret agent. And it's like, Hey, we've got this, like this thing for you to deal with. When uh, you're a spy. Exactly. Uh, when you're a spy, kick them into a wall or kick them out the door and they'll just, they won't come back in. Uh, and there was, so most of the levels I played were just like fight like against like six dudes and kick their ass. But there was one level where I had to protect like a diplomat or something and you can't control him. And he just like basically stands around, but you can like mess with him with using your push ability and stuff like that, or knocking people around and your abilities like don't hurt him so it's like playing like oh i can kick him but like i can kick him soft enough that i don't hurt him i just like move him out of the way and stuff like that so when there's a guy behind the bar who's just trying to shoot him you'd be like nope get get out of here you're you're safe you have to keep him alive for that and there's like optional objectives like collect a briefcase or win in two rounds or stuff like that which is some of it is like, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> yeah, where you're just like, this Literally, seems... I don't think I can do it. There's not enough damage. There's too many dudes. Uh, but it is uh, a pretty neat thing. And it's in early access, but it's already, like, super solid. Uh, so I'd, I'm curious to see, like, what they actually plan to do with the early access time. Sounds super mm-hmm. neat. Okay, so is there any form of is it purely single player? Because I know Frozen Synapse, there were ways to kind of play multiplayer games, kind of. Uh, as right now it's single player. Okay, that maybe they I, could I add expect, multiplayer, but that. but yeah, yeah, um, it's cool though. Yeah, it's it's a neat thing, uh, and I don't know what their again, I don't know what their plans are for early access, but they plan to have it out of early access within the year. Neat. So, neat. You're in, if you're looking for another deck builder, because Lord knows there aren't enough of those. Well, now, if only this happened in some form of time loop, and that there were aliens, and also you were a hero. That's the thing is, <laughs> I've I'm fairly over the like deck building. You go through from from you go on a branching thing mm-hmm. from room to room or whatever. Yeah encounter to encounter and play cards to win the fight like loop hero is grabbing me because it's so different than Mm -hmm. other games of that genre so i'm sure i will play fights in tight spaces but i'm kind of waiting until it's done i think i think that's that's what i think i'm gonna do i just put it on my steam wish list and it's like 
I, I think I'll wait until early access is over. But it, I'm I, I'm intrigued by what you've described here. Yeah. Like well, uh, the, oh, sorry. it's it's very much like because like when I think of like Slay the Spire or something like that, it's very much like about like okay, I'm just playing cards and like there's strategy to how you're playing the cards, but because you're having to think in like a three dimensional space or I guess it's two point five D. I don't know. You're I guess it's three dimensional. Uh, you're not going going up and down though. Isometric. Um, I so, yeah. Uh, you're having to think about like positioning and like multiple characters and like yeah. their impact. It, is. Yeah, and there's something to that. I think that's really totally. Good. It seems different than something like Slay the Spire, but yeah. it's it's still a deck builder. Quite <laughs> yeah. Like Loop Hero is a is sort of a deck builder, but it's not in the same way yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah it's it's much less there's so many fewer cards and it's so much more about like strategy of where you're placing the same cards over and over i guess mm-hmm. it's a totally so, different experience yes so so pat with you're not being enamored with those style of things because they've kind of been played how do but, you feel about yeah. that new how do you feel about that new ben esposito game the neon white the first person shooter card game so, that's another one that looks very different because it's a shoot it's a shooter like it's a totally different way to interface with something like that and i wouldn't say that i'm not enamored with deck builders it's just i am but i've played so many it's, of it's, them there's a the surplus of them and it's also sure. more being enamored with specific games that do similar things at a time and mm-hmm. frankly quite right now i'm enamored with a tabletop game that is not a deck builder but it's like a hand builder where you're playing cards and picking up mm. cards to make a perfect hand to score at the end uh called red rising Mahjong. from the no um <laughs> this called red rising has, from the the people who make scythe stonemeyer games so this hand like has six fingers i'm playing a lot I'm of glad that alex and i had the exact same thought of <laughs> <Okay>. like oh <laughs> Go to my hand. oh, oh this, God. this 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 ring finger has four knuckles uh there's like uh, Ten, there's like 10 nails on each hand what's that how does that work no we're not talking about baseball um uh the uh the the no i'm i'm playing a lot of red rising which has a really good solitaire mode so that kind of kills some of my desire to play other card games um sure but uh but i i i also i've also read that fights in tight spaces is like super early right now so i want to yeah. play it they, i don't want to burn out on it before yeah um because i'm sure i will like it quite a bit when i finally do play it they say they're they want to add another character class um, yeah I, that, I don't know how many are in the game currently, but that's kind of the thing is I look at these games and go, Oh, I don't have a ton of motivation to play it. And then once I do play it, I really like them is usually the arc that I go on. They say the early access version can sustain 40 hours of play right now. Sounds not like Dang. what I've heard from impressions. From this, people. <laughs> this is the current state of the early access this is what they says on their page. Uh, five level game. Easily sustain more than forty hours of play. Maybe if you're really five good levels at, in forty hours. Oof, that sounds like sad. well, uh, five. I think that means like five like scenarios, just with different got, configurations. Oh, because uh, uh, like, uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's like five. Like, let's see. I played like a tattoo parlor, an alleyway, uh, hos. No, not a hospital, a bar, and a bathroom. But I see some stuff in the trailer, so I don't think it's like stages. I think they mean like scenarios where you're going through different like different sets of levels and like dealing oh, with different enemy sets. I think. Gotcha. 
I'm not entirely sure. That makes sense. But it's like the the one in the prologue is like a biker gang, so you're dealing with like, uh, you've got like guys with biker helmets, and they like have like high am or high armor, and you've got like a guy who's got like a welding, uh, hose, the welding a welder. So just a, there's just a ton of there's a ton of stuff out right now. Yes, there honestly studios. is. Because like I was also thinking like. I want to play Art of Rally, which is not brand new, but Rob Zachney was talking about it on Waypoint Radio mm-hmm. recently. I want to play the Circuit Superstars game, which just came out in early access, which is another top-down racing mm-hmm. game. Um, and like more Loop Hero, I want to play Nosia. It's like the kind of thing where it's like, unless a game looks like I must play it now, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to 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 get like amped up to play it. And, sure. and that's one that feels like I could, it'll just get better with time. So yeah. I can wait. Definitely. But yeah, that's uh, ranch simulator just showed up in steam. I'm looking at right now. Like ranch sure dressing. A, no, like a, like a, you're a, you're a, you hold you're on. A I got to go, I got to go download. You're Unity. a rancher that ranches ranch dressing. <laughs> no, you're a rancher that ranches cows. So is it? Are there monsters? If you ranch monsters, yeah, I was gonna say if you yeah. ranch monsters, I'd be all fucking <laughs> like, about it. But if you could put a CD into your drive and it turns <laughs> into weird, weird fucking monsters. Hold on, I gotta go buy a CD drive. I know. Yeah, it's also <laughs> down there. MP3s. Sorry. No, that's they would. You would. Oh man! If you put the MP3 of this episode of this podcast into Monster Rancher, what would it make? Oh God! <laughs> team Fight Manager is a simulation game where you are the coach of an esports team. That yeah. sounds okay, actually. Actually, it kind of looks cool. That sounds anyway, okay sorry. from the description. I, the <laughs> uh, I bet, I bet uh, this podcast would be a monster soon. with a lot of butts. <laughs> Elite Dangerous is just going to eat Star Citizen's lunch in about a month, too. Like its legs or butts. It, it does, can Star Citizen, I guess Star Citizen can afford a whole lot of lunch. It's, it's so, arms or butts. Not anymore, I, I, what I've heard. Oh, They're rapidly dangerous burning. as hungry. Its butt yeah. is just butts. And Mark Hamill don't come cheap. No, evidently. Neither does running multiple 200-person studios. All yeah. 10 of its fingernails are butts. I've been Alex. You should watch <laughs> Mythic Quest because in Mythic Quest, the main like uh, streamer that they're always trying to impress rates uh, things uh, on a like, on a scale of how many buttholes it is. So is that you, a positive if it has more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get four buttholes, and um, four? And, and they're like, oh my god, four buttholes. That's a lot no of ever buttholes. Four buttholes. That what they get for the in fact, shovel. In fact, uh, there is a very. There's one of the one of the characters says four buttholes. That's the dream, and everyone looks at them and it's just like, <laughs> what? That sounds pretty great. <laughs> and then he just walks away. Oh, that show's really funny. Not for the you gotta if you like Always Sunny, it's really funny. Gotta get it is, uh, oh, it's that show, right? right they get into the some subjects that they handle very well. I will say, in my opinion, but they are subjects that if you think you might be made uncomfortable by, you could skip it as well. Hmm. Well, uh, that's it for game talk this week. Uh, a whole a lot of a whole lot of it. Um, and more. Of, there's going to be a going to be a lot. When? Where? I mean, there's like How? I said, there's so many games. Oh yeah, like, that's I, many, I, many anticipate, I anticipate bringing a new game every week, probably for the next like at least couple months. 
Okay. I'll hold you to it. In the meantime, if you've got thoughts about the newest games or our thought if you've got thoughts about our thoughts on the newest games, you can send an email to gaming at fix.space. You send us an email, we'll read it on air within I'll reason. I'll also accept Yeah, within reason. <laughs> I'll accept Ted Lasso clips sent to the email. Oh, um, please. Yeah. I'll accept oh. Mythic Quest send uh, screen me, grabs. Send me more videos of people throwing glasses on the ground and farting. <laughs> if you got like some sweet rugs like that guy who made a Tom and Jerry rug with the flat oh, yeah. Tom. I don't think I don't think any of them listen to this podcast. So I'm I, I'm I, I'm just saying I'm, this, this is for the listener. If they no, see no. something good, they got they gotta I'm share just, it. Stories like this, send stories like right. this. I went to I ran I had a half an hour before a gaming event last night. I ran to the store, which I clocked. It takes me about a minute and thirty seconds to drive to. Um so it's like right I could walk to it in probably five minutes. Um and I was like, oh it'll be fine. I gotta run in. I'm gonna grab a couple grab a few beers and a bottle of wine for the weekend. And uh I go in, I grab the stuff. Of course it's Friday night, so it's like busy. I'm like six person in line, whatever I anticipated this. It took me like a half an hour to get through that line because they're like one person needed to have a conversation with the person, the clerk. And then there was like two people that knew each other that also knew the guy checking people out. And they were all talking for a minute and then somebody else didn't know what they, they had like a whole car full of stuff. That's what it was. And they tried to check it all out because at this grocery store, you have to buy your booze in the booze department. Cause there's a lot of theft and they decided they were going to check out like, Oh, that's just a Minnesota $80 yeah. in groceries and which you're normally not supposed to do. But for some reason the guy did it. Uh, and then the guy in front of me, checked out all of his stuff and then was like, is it okay if I go grab more stuff? <laughs> I was like, I guess. And then he just walked away and made all of his weight while he continued to shop for more liquor. Uh, and then also the, this is what me think of it. The person behind me who was very nice about it, but like just threw a wine bottle on the ground by mistake and oh. <laughs> exploded everywhere. What kind mistake. Of chaotic place did you want? It was into? wild. <laughs> it, was like, it was the, I go to that grocery store, like, I go to that liquor department like every week because I don't buy booze in bulk. I buy it in small amounts. And uh, it's never been like that before. So if you have stories like that, I wish I had farted yeah. to really sell the whole <laughs> Yeah, for <really. laughs> that um, Wow. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you if you if you got the liquor store stories, please share them. Uh yeah, again within okay. reason. <laughs> gaming at fixed out space. We'll we'll read them on there. We'll we'll be as discreet as you wish. Or tell us about the monsters you generated in Monster Rancher. Yeah, with, tell us yeah. with this Please, podcast. That's, that's I never played burn, Monster Rancher, so I'd burn love to know. burn the, this episode onto mm-hmm. a CD, mm-hmm. put it in your PlayStation mm-hmm. One, and mm-hmm. take a screenshot mm-hmm. with with uh, like uh, a, a Game Boy camera. Oh yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. And then take and it print it with a Game Boy printer. Print it with a Game Boy printer. And then take a picture of that with your DSi camera in 3D. Oh, well, 3DS camera. Sorry, yeah, I meant 3DS camera. Not the I was gonna camera. say I was gonna say they could like fucking fax it to us <laughs> if we're going that. Oh archaic. god, the fax machines are now going to like create create like a, a visceral reaction to me forever because of Ted Lasso. <laughs> You should play nuts. Anyways, 
There's a fax machine in nuts. Anyways. Uh, in the you meantime, could take a picture with your with a new switch in a year, could, maybe. While maybe. while you're waiting, while you're considering that email you're going to write us, we'll talk about the news. And maybe by the time you figured out what you're going to write to us, Nintendo will, will have released a new Switch. A Switch. Uh, people saying the Switch Pro. I, I'm still unconvinced. Uh, like, this just seems like the Switch HD. Maybe. I think they'll. I think they could even. I'm not saying this is my official prediction, <laughs> but I think they could even call it the new Switch. I bet. I, oh they God, call it they would. But that was so, also like. Uh, I'm sick of that new switch. You, the screen is slightly bigger, right? So they could call it the Switch XL. Yeah, they could. Yeah, yeah. that 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 would make that would make more sense. Like Switch Lite, Switch Switch XL. What? Yes, but the problem is if Switch uh, Big. The issue with the way that they name shit (laughs) Big Switch Heavy. Switch Heavy. The big, the big, big Switch is uh, my new (laughs) hip hop name. Um, The the thing that I hate about their naming convention, it doesn't matter for me because I know we all know. But if if you are purchasing a Switch for your like, you know, middle school aged kid, and you are in the privileged position for to be able to like access and afford all Switch models. You're gonna go, oh, switch light. Well, I know that they're into, they're really into games, so they probably don't want the one that says light. But they don't need a big one, so I'm just gonna get them the normal one. Like, mm. so if they go with something like XL, yeah. it just is like, but it's not the actual well, thing. It, it, but it is bigger. But no, it's, it's not that it's, it's got, not it's bigger. Got the, it's but that's got not the, necessarily it's got the draw. It's got yeah. more K's. <laughs> but nobody's but gonna buy it because it's bigger. They're gonna buy it because it's got better performance. I'm still not convinced it will. They should call it the Switch Fortnite Roblox Among Us edition, and then that'll get all the kids. And it's the only games it plays. Yep. That definitely don't need to be upscaled to 4K. Yeah, so what does this Switch Switch Pro, quote-unquote, Pro do, Andre? So, supposedly, according to this Bloomberg report, it's it's going to have a 720p OLED screen, which is, it's got, like, over 200 per in, 200 pixels per inch density like it's fine 720p yeah. is fine on a device that size yes. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah people people losing their crap over it not being 4k and handheld are like what it's like what, what are you or even 1080 yeah. even 1080 or seven inches like, i can't I want, remember it's i like, want them to be able to notice. make that text microscopic and read it yeah. That's another problem with Outriders on console is that Whoa. that text is small. And that's next, just the worst. My like, neck that just has, broke from the whiplash. <laughs> that has been enough to like get me to n- not play a game. Like I really like Xenoblade Chronicles X. Like I, I the other Xenoblade Chronicles games I've like not really got into, but I liked X a lot. But for some reason, like the text was just so small that I was just mm-hmm. like, I can't do this game. It's anymore. a legitimate problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a friend so. who can't play God of War. It would be his. It would be one of his favorite games ever if he played God of War, the tw- the the new series, new the new one. Um, but he can't play it because the text is too small. So it's mm. it's like impossible for him to play from his couch because um, he's you know he has okay eyesight, but he's sitting on a couch ten feet away from the console and it's too hard for him to read. So he just was like, nope, it's Legit, not gonna play it. Yeah, totally. So yeah, the 720p OLED screen, which is gonna give it some real nice contrast. Yeah, like the, like the Vita. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just their Nintendo copy and Sony. And supposedly it'll have a 4K output when docked. <laughs> but it's not gonna. I don't. Sure. I I would be shocked I'll, if this was uh, native 4K. This it. is gonna be PS4 Pro, like 1440p, maybe upscaled. Yeah, there's zero chance it's native 4K. <laughs> yeah, maybe with like one or two games, like maybe uh, Picross or something. But other than that, like there there is something to be said for like doing the like 4k upscaling on the console at least because like some tvs especially cheaper ones just have dog shit upscaling and so things look bad uh so if they do it like on the console then it'll be fine but but also is in through upscaling it are you going to have the same performance issues that the current switch has because like i know i'm a frame rate snob but i think if you had the option putting them side to side to pick playing age of calamity at 60 frames per second Mm -hmm. at 1080p versus playing it at 24 frames per second Mm -hmm. in 4k cinematic everyone's gonna pick the way it's meant to be seen everyone's (laughs) going to pick the performance option even if they're not as much of a snob as i am Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i mean like the playing uh ai the somnium files on switch Near the end of that game, where it's switching like between multiple scenes within like the same part, uh, there was like straight up twenty second loads that were. It seemed like the game was just frozen, and mm. that was not the most graphically intensive game or anything like that. So, like the idea of basically the same hardware trying to do anything in four K is like no, that's just well, it can it's definitely handle that so it's definitely upgrade i mean part of this also i thought was that it is more than just a i mean it has better hardware a better chip in it right yeah i don't think anything has been confirmed with that because like the the leak stuff is all just like screen stuff yeah, yeah. but uh, i mean like that's I, probably I, I, what I all, all they have but still like like you can presume that if they're aiming for 4k that they would have an, an improved i Stuff, I but would at the same not time. be shocked if their only like 4K stuff was like basically just upscaling, uh, like just a really good upscaling, and they if, like built that into like the dock. But I don't know. I mean, I would be shocked if there is not a performance increase here. If there isn't, yeah. then maybe then hang it up. Nintendo is yep. just. I will just yep. never care mm-hmm. about anything they do for the rest of my life because yep. come the mm-hmm. fuck on. I've heard that that browser that Bowser's Fury thing runs like crap too. Like I haven't gotten to it yet, but it it runs fine. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had any issues, but I mean, I also didn't finish it because I went off and did other stuff. But yeah, I I I don't know that they they certainly if they want to push a three four five year old Android tablet as a premier gaming device for the next decade. <laughs> I just, I don't, I mean, it's what are we doing? A, it's probably got another like two full years. Then three years from now, we'll get like the next console, right? It's yeah, been, I guess it's been, it's been four years. Cause it was just literally just four yeah, years, four years. So I imagine within like the next three years, there's like a new, console i just Maybe. don't see the i don't see who is it for to a, a new 
console with just a nicer screen and a mm-hmm. and 4K. Sure. Right. Aside from like Sam, because Sam will buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'll buy but, it. Like, let's be honest. Why would just, you do this to yourself? I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, I I do I think Nintendo I think the Switch is a bad system overall. Like I don't I don't yeah. like anything about it hardware wise. Uh I think it's just trash. I don't like playing. I don't it. think it's trash, but it's it has issues. I uh and I would be shocked if Nintendo like like it's it's going to be like 1440p stuff and like hey that's fine like you know games don't need to be higher than like 1440p or you know whatever as long they just need to have like good frame rates and that is where the switch is lacking most definitely i and i guess so hopefully they do do something to fix it i'm just not convinced they actually will i guess i would just be surprised if they don't because the i don't think that the, it's a I think it just has aged poorly more than anything. Like I think on release that it was fine. Um, like not that it had perfect frame rate for everything on release. Even but, I mean, even Breath of the Wild um, was like it was better than the Wii U version, but it still wasn't. Yeah, like, but but I think generally that system was had a lot of promise and has in a lot of ways lived up to that promise over time. But the way that they they I mean I know they didn't do they don't do this so much with their home consoles, but with the 3DS, part of the reason that it's such a monumental system is because they continually solved problems with its design through hardware revisions. Yeah. And so if they're just not going to do that with the Switch at all, it makes me feel like, okay, well, if you're not going to make handheld consoles anymore, and the Switch mm-hmm. is the new way forward for Nintendo, and you're going to put a console out that is underpowered when it releases, and then never do a revision on it, and I understand the Switch Lite exists, but... I don't know that that's the thing we needed. Um, it's just like, what are what are you doing? What's <laughs> it seems it seems v- like very poor decision making from their hardware team. Uh, if if that's if that's what they're doing, but I also yeah. I I really do think that if they put this thing out, if it's real, that there's going to be some kind of uh, uh, at least performance. I don't think it's going to be like a PS4 to a PS4 Pro or a PS4 mm-hmm. Pro to a PS5. But I suspect it will have um, at least you'll be able to like expect games to run at thirty consistently, mm-hmm. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, um, um, that would be that would be the dream. Uh, yeah, <laughs> consistent frame rates. I w- I mean, they're not those chi- are those chips that they who's buying the chips that go in switches other than Nintendo at this point. Mm-hmm. The, the, oh, so, I, it's an old yeah. chip. It's it's yeah, ancient it at this is, point yeah. in, in I, terms I think, of like mobile graphics technology. Yeah, I think like they'll have to buy like I these things are going to be impossible to find. Sure, for a year, and then they'll be everywhere. You can get a switch wherever. Yeah, but that's like switch has been out for a while. Like yeah, yeah like the new uh, uh, the, the the new Nintendo Switch extra large heavy edition is going to be difficult to find nigh impossible. I, I think I might lose it. I'm not picking on you, Allison. I really want to make that clear because I know where your head is at with this stuff. But if people, if it turns out that it's the same chip and the only difference is it's an OLED screen and it can do, and it has 4k upscaling in the dock, 
and people are uncritically purchasing it so that it sells out, I think that might cause my break with reality. <laughs> or at least with the ability to like process Nintendo Phantom. And be the Joker once again. <laughs> yes, I will be fully Joker-fied. Not picking on you, Allison, because we talked about the fact that you know that it's like kind of ridiculous that they can get away with this. But like, oh my god. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's one thing if you buy it and go like, well, I'm going to buy it because I mean, I'm do, I will do that with another iPhone at some point. Like, one thing if you buy it and realize that like you're kind of getting the runaround a bit, but like, mm-hmm. maybe they put an RTX 3090 in there. Who knows? That'd be great. <laughs> I think it'll. I think it'll have a better chip. If it has a better chip, yeah, that'll, I'll, I'll that'll help one. with that that fan that is always quiet. <laughs> I never have a problem with that with my Switch. Well, it's, it's going to be a bigger console. It's just going to be like six inches thick. Have an airfoil in it. <laughs> Uh, so that's our Nintendo news of the week. Uh, more leaks. Elden Ring uh, had. Right. <laughs> why? Forgot about this. Yeah, Elden Ring had a trailer leak. Um, that just looks like some Dark Souls. Um, well, that trailer. there's a horse. The horse. There's some cool wizard stuff going on. There, that looks like some Dark Souls wizardry, yeah, it's but like it's similar for sure. I, I mean, I mean, it it looks like a FromSoft game. Uh, yeah. uh, and but I, once again I, w- where are people getting these phones or these cameras that film things like it's a fucking v, like a camcorder from 1993 like my my childhood home movies look clearer than this like how are people recording this I don't understand like every time footage of a game like this leaks, it's just the worst fucking footage. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it didn't look particularly good. <laughs> the footage. I mean, not the game the, looks the, cool. the footage. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like fucking 480p. Like, what are you doing? What surprises me is that this trailer exists, and it has apparently existed for a while, and mm. like they just. They're just sitting on the marketing for this game, which is interesting well, to me. Yeah, supposedly they had to like COVID and they're having like sure, yeah. and stuff issues. Uh, so, I, yeah, I don't. Something I don't uh, Danny O'Dwyer talked about a little bit on the, I think it was on the Bombcast, is that in his talks with developers, it seems like this is anything that was in like early development and there were still like ideas, like ideation happening around games where they were envisioning new concepts and features those games are going to have the heaviest hit from covid because that's the hardest thing to do remotely because a lot of the time those games are developed features are developed by people sitting together and having lunch and going like uh what about this what about this and just kind of having informal conversations which you just don't do working Mm -hmm. remotely so something like this game which i'm sure as a long development cycle with lots of iteration on mechanical ideas probably hit a really heavy delay. And George R. R. Martin famously known for being prompt. Yeah. I don't think that has as much to do with it as people might suggest. Yeah. So, and there was like, it was given a provisional rating, I believe is what it was. It was like, uh, and most games get that. Like I think the 
longest time I saw between uh, like a game getting that and releasing was like 200 days, and that was like Witcher 3, I think, or something. Yeah. So I like it could be this year. Um, I think but, that's a pipe dream, but based on like this thing, like it's a provisional rating and stuff, like so that sounds like it's content complete or very near content complete. Uh, like to you know, get a provisional rating like that. So yeah, I would expect that we'll hear about more of it at E3, and yeah. that it'll probably get a date for holiday and then get pushed to spring next year. Is kind of my God. guess. Yeah, I'd, I'd be fine with that. Just, I just give me the game. I don't. I, I just want to know. I mean, obviously, yeah. I have three more FromSoft developed Souls games to play, so it's mm-hmm. not even that I'm like chomping at the bit to have it right now. It's more. I just would like to know for sure that it's going to come out <laughs> and yeah, not I mean, end up yeah. canceled. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would be really something. The Microsoft marketed FromSoft game gets canceled. That would be really. <laughs> it would be better if it gets canceled than it's a cyberpunk for sure. But no, oh, uh, yeah, no, for sure. I like. I'd be, I'd be surprised if that was the case, but yeah, yeah. If, if you're gonna leak game footage, get like use a better camera like what are you doing buy an iphone if you're gonna do this i guess like (laughs) easy camera i don't know uh all right next story we've we talked about this last year um with the sinking city uh developed by frogwares had a Mm. whole whole spat with their publisher uh, the game was delisted from a bunch of stores. Um, Frogwares was like, "Don't buy the game. We're not getting our we're not getting our payments like from our publisher." And then this the game went back up on Steam, and it sounds like the publisher like kind of kind of stole stuff. They pirated basically, the game. It, they pirated the game and, and put then, it up on Steam. And then Frogwares DMCA'd the game <laughs> to get it off Steam. Like, because the publisher won't pay them, basically. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a they've had a lot of issues with their publisher with their Sherlock Holmes games, and mm-hmm. it's a mess. Try to make sure when you buy it, if you buy it, that you're getting it from <laughs> a source that will benefit the developer. Uh, is there any source that they say to buy it from? I thought like, they did a PlayStation 5 release of it. Okay. One of my friends was messaging Maybe. me saying they got the PS5 version and they really like it. Mm. And they didn't like it when they played it on PS4. Uh, mm. But I don't mm. know what that looks like. If I, I I recall there being something about maybe the console versions were chill. Or like yeah, the they like some one. Because they some, weren't. Thing. Was it published? This different publish? I don't know. I thought it was that they won some rights, like won a, a suit in the UK, so or not UK in Europe somewhere. Yeah, so maybe they won back publishing rights for the the the. Uh, yeah, it, it is a very it's very complex web ridiculous yes ridiculous situation. Uh, all the best, Frogwares. Hope hopefully that works out for them. Yeah, yeah. It's a bummer. You can get it on PS5 right now, and it looks like it has no mention of their publisher anywhere. Just the mm. just Frogwares. Yeah, Frogwares is listed, in fact, as the publisher on mm-hmm. the uh, PlayStation 4 page. And that game was really good. The ending is a little disappointing, but 
I recommend it if you're going to see it. The ending is disappointing. The rest of it is it's good. It's yeah. Fine. Uh, speaking of ridiculous things, Shovel Knight and Arby's? I missed this. <laughs> oh, they did a we, Shovel Knight we, thing at Arby's. Shovel Knight has got the meats. <laughs> it's like a, like a toy and a kid's meal. Is it it like... is very much a kid's meal, yeah. Okay. It was a sure. weird... The way they tweeted about it was like, if you go to Arby's, you can get a Shovel Knight DLC code in your kids' meal. Collect all oh, six right, to get right. to get the to get the full DLC. And people were like, "Does this mean that I can get the game <clears throat> if I go to Arby's?" And they were like, "No, no, no. That is not what this means." <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, it's funny. Next, uh, E three twenty twenty one physical event canceled. Which, Gone. no surprise. Um, well, the surprise was that, well, I guess maybe it isn't a surprise, it's that the city of L.A. shut it down. Well, I think it's more of a formality. Uh, it's like, they had to say, hey, we're, we're reserving the space in the event that we can use it. And then the city went, this is not happening. Um, so, yeah, like, of course, uh, I believe they still have online plans for this year, but we'll see if anyone actually... Takes them up on it because it sounds iffy. When you got Jeff Keeley's Summer Game Fest and Jeff Grubb's Summer Game Mess, like, you know, coming up, I think I know which one I'd choose if I were a publisher. I hope the no clip thing happens that Danny O'Dwyer was talking about. Where if they were to hit a certain stretch goal, that they're gonna do a whole bunch of E three E kind of stuff. There's gonna well, they're gonna do coverage, right? It's uh, yeah, they're gonna do coverage, like a week of coverage. Like, it, was, so. it was like a week of coverage, but like they also it was phrased in a way that's like we might do some kind of E three event, and I was like, oh man, imagine if Danny was just hosting like like Jeff mm-hmm. Keeley style. Danny would be he a makes, great host for that. He, ma- I mean, that's what he did at GameSpot. Uh, he, make, yeah. he makes every developer no-clip through their demo, show off the map. No-clip <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, stuff is really good right now. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, congrats to Danny on his very successful like revamp of his Patreon. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, well no deserved. Clip is, no clips. Yeah. Awesome. We do, have, we do have that in our news. We could just quickly hit it it's like they're starting a new uh series about classic games which sounds kind of awesome mm-hmm. yeah greatest starting hits roller coaster tycoon. that's that'll yeah, be fun that's a great first one yeah it was patrons that that uh decided on he had it was cool he did two stages where if you were at the 20 dollar tier um you could name a game basically so he didn't even like seed the list himself he had patrons put up the games they wanted and then from yeah. there, kind of collated the results of that so that crunched together the people who said the same thing into singular into into a list of games mm-hmm. and then put it up as a wider vote for more patrons to vote on. Um, so totally chosen by patrons and Roller Coaster Tycoon is a really good one to start with and not one I would have thought of. So oh, yeah, totally. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's really cool to see that like they're rebranding of no clip is like being really successful for them. They've gotten a ton of new subscribers and stuff like that. So hopefully yeah. that continues. Uh, next up on our news, Germany passed a youth protection law, which 
makes it so games with loot box mechanics cannot be sold to the youth. Yeah, like uh, this has kind of a, been an ongoing it. saga in the EU, like Denmark and other countries have been like, "Yo, what's up with this FIFA? It's kind of fucked, huh?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like so, they basically they changed it or not changed it. They made new legislation that's saying any game that has any kind of loot box mechanics, and then like they gave examples of like FIFA mm. and other stuff, uh, how it would either have to go for an 18 plus rating Mm -hmm. or they would have to remove the loot box mechanics. And if it has loot box mechanics, it cannot be rated any lower than 18 and Mm -hmm. retailers are being encouraged to not sell to anyone under 18. If it Mm -hmm. has that, like, so it's almost, it's like becoming part of law. Uh, Yeah. I wonder how that'll like pan out like long-term and like when that like, takes effect and what kind of fallout the u.s will see from that because those like fifa ultimate team like the then the nfl stuff my team or whatever it is that stuff makes a lot of money yeah yes it's like the main source of income for those games at this point (laughs) yeah like almost for those companies oh yeah totally true uh, so, yeah, that'll be like. Was it two K? Just like their whole thing for like the NBA game one year was just like it's a slot machine. Basically, wasn't that a thing? I don't remember. Maybe that was more. I think recent. so. I can't remember, but I think so. It was just like yeah. basically a casino for the whatever their NBA thing was. I think, but. Yeah, that uh, I was like, is that going to impact like gotcha games? Is gonna is uh, what's it, what's it called? The the Genshin. The, the Genshin is that going to have like eighteen plus now? Like uh, you know, I guess uh, uh, mobile games, in Germany like, at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so th- lots of you know, One Piece bounty rush is going to be eighteen plus. Mm. It's whatever. an interesting question because it's like. In some ways, it's kind of like I don't know. When do we know when this comes into effect? Is it like immediate? Or uh, I didn't see. You would kind of. I mean, something like Genshin, they'll be fine. They have players all over the world, and maybe this will force them to think about this. Like, I don't feel bad for loot boxes. Have a predatory aspect, and I don't think it's bad to shield kids from accessing them. But at the same time. I can see how if you've built your whole business model around loot boxes kind of as a product of the culture and business environment that your game is developed in, in specific mm-hmm. case of something like Genshin, where that's just how most games are, as my understanding anyway, most games are made in China. Um, it's kind of like, it would be good to give someone the ability to try to figure out how to restructure their payment models to mm-hmm. revenue models to like get around it and figure out the right way to do it. Um, so I don't know. It's an interesting yeah. problem. Belgium and, Belgium and the Netherlands already have it regulated. Yeah. So Germany is just next up. Hopefully so, these developers see it as like dominoes falling and like maybe we should change the way we do this mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> overall and start to shift away from that 
gotcha what, model. Like you're because Germany is like they're a big economy. They're very influential. Um, and then oh, absolutely. like Denmark and the, uh, the Netherlands and stuff like that. Uh, if you have the whole EU slowly turning against you, like you can't just cut off that whole like part of the, you know, it, does it become worth it to have like, here's the whole separate EU version. And then just oh, like yeah. the North America, especially with like FIFA, like I imagine the eu is where most of that money comes from yeah i'd imagine for, so. uh, for ultimate and, team at least you know and, yeah, and Braz- nfl and stuff yeah south america in general but yeah i don't know interesting to see story evolving yeah we'll we'll keep you up to date next not, not a negative thing that is true you know what is negative Life signs from Valve's artifact. It's dead. Yeah, it's. I don't know. People, a few people tagged me as like a. Oh, what did you see? That and it was kind of like, well, it's been dead for Mm -mm. months. They haven't said anything about the new that update in months. So they did. uh, They they did an anthem, and they're just like, it's it's. Yeah, we tried to revamp it, and it's it's not worth it. Yeah, it's they, like they probably saw the anthem the news. Thing. They probably saw the anthem news and like, oh yeah, artifact. Well, it's <laughs> how they needed to push it long enough that they didn't have to give anybody a refund, essentially. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, and now it's one hundred percent free to play, as in like all cards are free and everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I can get a refund be, for what I put into it. But no updates, nothing. Yeah, uh, no updates are coming ever. So no. rip well. again. And our last news story of the week uh, is quite a doozy. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. Oh, jeez. Um, right. So the new Story of Seasons game is out in Japan. Uh, it's coming out. This I don't know. It's coming out in America soon. Is that? It's like at the end of the month, I think. Okay. Later this month, Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town Olive or Town? something? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I bought it for it my girlfriend. after this news because I was like, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I, I bought it for my girlfriend. She's enjoying it. Um, but there, there is a strange, unsettling mechanic where in this new Story of Seasons game, you can get married. Uh, uh, which is normal. Marriage, but you can get, uh, you know, you can have a, a, a friendship ceremony. And you can have kids. Uh, they they just like pop out a hole they're, in the ground. They're just like brought to you or something, yeah. Stork, I don't know. But uh, something they have added to this game is divorce. Like, okay, that's a kind of a forward-looking way to think about things. Game, uh, sure. like acknowledging divorce and like, I don't love this virtual man anymore. I don't love this virtual woman anymore. I want them out of my life. Yeah. Uh, a strange side effect of this is if you have children and you get divorced, those children cease to exist in the game. They're just gone. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, obviously. So, so the phrase in the article is like, if you the way that like this popped up uh, was, if you get divorced, that means you have to kill your kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, geez, you've, that's it's so like essentially Thanos snap. Yeah, that's, I mean, I feel like that's gonna get patched. <laughs> I 
it's like well it's a bizarre thing because like where do they live do they live with you do because you, you can get yeah, remarried I, I, then you've got like how many how many kids you have mixed family i is bet it, it won't get patched i bet this is just like custody uh, yeah no yeah. it's this, this is the game working <laughs> as intended uh i don't as we go out too i just want to i scroll down the page and it's got of course all the trash junk articles that always come up on Mm-hmm. Website. I have one uh-huh. here that says, "Seriously, olive oil? Turn ice cream into gourmet gelato with this easy butt fattening trick." <laughs> Which is a. I'm not butt clicking fattening. that. Is butt fattening. No, B U T, not B U T T. I know. I, I just I was think just it's like... an odd way to sell one of these clickbait articles because sometimes there's a clickbait article that I'm like, I do. I I'm not clicking this, but I am curious what this is about this was just bad this is but i don't want to make the ice cream more fattening if i wanted gourmet gelato just buy it i'm incensed (laughs) absolutely livid yeah i'm absolutely lipid it's there you go (laughs) got him uh if you're absolutely incensed as well, just lipid at this news, then you can send an email to gaming at fix.space. Send us your gourmet gelato recipes. But don't sell it as turning ice cream. Ice cream's already good. Don't act like, oh, the best thing for ice cream is you just add some olive oil and fatten it up. Like, yeah, just go back and listen to our episode called Gelato Artists. Gelato Artists, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking uh, up episode 29. Oh, wow. That's a classic. Gosh. And also episode 34, where we had Gelato Artist Part 2. Aw. <laughs> oh. Tracks. No idea what we talked about on those episodes. <laughs> we, can, we can just start a retrospective right now. That's just Gaming Fix now, is that we just listen to old episodes and go, huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gaming fix re re listen. Danny basically teased doing something like that for the Patreon, where he like will go back and watch old video reviews from like GameSpot and stuff and talk over them, <laughs> yeah. which I think would be very funny. Uh, well, that is gonna do it for this episode of the Gaming Fix Podcast One Sixty Two on March Sixth, Twenty Twenty One. I have been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's favorite Muppet. You can find me on Twitter, at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Pat, where can people find you? You can find me at PJC Plays. Allison? You can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. And Alex? Uh, Next week will be a coding fix, so on there. Ooh. This is the blockchain. Yeah, it was going to be a data structures episode, but I think given recent conversations, it's going to be a blockchain episode. I know how much you love NFTs. God. <laughs> uh, it's purely going to be a technological episode. There's going to be no politics. <laughs> I, 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 like I, I don't care about the blockchain. 
uh, like you know, blockchain this, blockchain that. I, that's I don't care about that. It's all the other stuff around it that people try to justify with the blockchain. You just want to like, know. Get out of here. You just want to know when you buy the next Kings of Leon album that you're one oh, of the God, only people no. who got it. I want to yes. know when I buy the next Kings of Leon tweet that I'm the only one who owns. Do it. they understand that I could just like play? I mean, I could just play the album and record it using capture software and then put it out wait, and it wait, wouldn't okay, be attached wait. to the NFT anymore. <laughs> like, wait, is Kings of Leon doing a Yes, fucking, they're doing an oh, NFT God, album. What the fuck? <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. The, it's, they clearly don't understand how computers work and someone was like, you hear about NFTs? And they're like, tell me more. I mean, like, at least <laughs> Wu-Tang had the good sense to put it on vinyl. I don't necessarily even, I, I didn't click the story and I don't intend to. Um, I don't even necessarily know if it's going to be limited. It's just that you buy it as an NFT. Uh, God, but like, we can't, we can't. <laughs> I would just rip it. Honestly, like, fuck you. Yep. Not an NFT anymore, baby. It's so dumb. It is It is your moral responsibility to pirate that album. For everyone to do so. That's not Andre saying that to me. That's Andre saying no, that yeah, to no, all that of is, you. That is Listen. like... But also, don't, don't say we told you to pirate it if you get sued. And also, don't record any footage of Pokemon Unite. That was Anyways. satire. Don't don't post any footage of Pokemon Unite. You can record whatever you want. It's funny the when you do. The government it's funny can't when you do stop capture you. when you capture screenshots. It overlays that. Hey, don't share this screenshot text all over it, <laughs> which I've shared with our I, group chat. But you know, anyways, I was absolutely shocked to learn how the Android camera worked in a lot of fucking apps today. <laughs> <laughs> We're just. I still gotta watch that section. Fucking fucking. The, like Instagram or like Snapchat, uh, if you have an Android phone, they don't use they don't jack into the camera and take the camera feed. They take a screenshot of the camera feed. Wow! <laughs> it's a, it, they're yeah. Oh, it's so like funny. it was news. Apparently, the new Samsung phones, like Snapchat, actually uses their camera. Yeah, and so that was news. Just like. So that's why Android screenshots, like, if you take a picture in Instagram, like, on an Android or in Snapchat or whatever, it doesn't look great. Like, it looks better if you take a picture with your phone camera and then put it into the app. Mm. How have we gone on for, like, over a decade like this? Like, what the fuck? Thanks, Google. Good question. Uh, Add two-factor authentication to all of your apps. Yeah. And add gaming fix add at fix podcast to your follows on twitter and follow <laughs> at gaming fix on twitch to find out when we go live and uh thanks to jeff davis at stranger piece for our, our music for the show and uh yeah, i don't know it's, sometimes there'll be a, a comic fix that goes up that's we're it's behind like a few weeks now it seems like yeah, we're taking know. a bit of a um, a break to build up a backlog, and then a bunch of and then a, not a bunch of episodes will go up at once, but we'll have a mm-hmm. back to the normal cadence, release cadence. Would you call it a backlog log? Yeah, sure. I, 
I've been sure. I've been trying to think of a joke about that. So it's like the Arrested Development, Bob blah blahs, blah blog, but like Jack backlogs, backlog blog. I don't know. Well, if you want to hear more about backlog logs, go listen to Super GG Radio. Jack Blacks something. Jack Blacks backlog blog. There we go. Yeah, there you go. You're welcome. Okay. Stay wet, Andre. Bye. Stay wet, gamers. Bye.